Clicky, clicky. <laughs> Streamy yachty. I thought you said you're going to fucking find somewhere else to do this. Uh, eventually. Yeah, I, I've been traveling so much, but we are doing, we are uh, moving to something else that's much better. Just a little <clears> bit of what it is. Yeah, or... yeah, it's called, what's it called again, X-Ray Girl? It's like MX. Evmux. Evmux or some shit. I have terrible name. never heard of that. I've never heard of it, but it, it allows like, uh, it allows actual broadcast. It's like a broadcast, like a TV broadcast. Hello. Uh, oh, I think we're live. Oh. We? Did we? Did you not schedule the stream? You didn't schedule I did. the stream. We're live. No, we're live. <laughs> okay, best so, intro ever. Best intro ever. We're just going with it. Are we gonna go? Wait, we are going because you didn't schedule the stream, X-ray girl. You no, just I did. put it. No, you didn't. I did for no. one o'clock. My, no, my no you did. You didn't set up for a scheduled stream. Hi, everyone. Hi. Best producer <laughs> in the business. <laughs> and then suddenly we were here. Wow, that's a good, it's, it's good I saw that. Because, <laughs> man, the gamer words that preceded so that were things. incredible. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're going to start now. <laughs> Hello. Gary, some serious gourmet shit. What flavor is this? That's right, it's the all hell medium roast private blend. Check out the Geek Grind Coffee Nerdrotic page for our other options like the Decadence, Feathers of Liberty, Vanilla Infused Flavored Coffee. Or if you're looking for something darker, try the Dark Roast FNT Blend of the Fellowship. You know what? Just buy all three. GeekGrindCoffee.com. Use discount code Nerdrotic. The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. And then rehired. 
I fired two people this morning. I fired Jeremy again for Friday Night Tights, and I okay. uh, I fired you. I mean, I've been fired twice in a week. Yeah. The record. Yeah. It's okay. Luck totally lucked out on that one, because <laughs> I was gonna tell a story that I could not tell publicly yet, uh, and I'm glad uh, I did it, because I'd be in trouble. I don't want to be in trouble. Welcome to the real BBC. Bagging, boarding, and chatting. It's a comic book yeah. show. And a little later on, we're going to talk about some... You'll be able to get in on this conversation, Baller, because we are going to be talking about the destruction of the comic book industry and how comic book creators uh, uh, made it possible. How they made it possible. And are, we, they, are we talking about the new Doctor Who episode at all? Of course. Of course. I almost forgot about it. To be honest with you, yeah, it could happen. R.I.P. I almost Who. completely forgot about it with all the travel and all the other things going on. We will discuss the Doctor Who episode that I watched on my phone at the Comic Con that I wasn't going to watch until Mahler goes. So Isaac Newton isn't white anymore. I'm all, what? What are you talking about? He's all, oh, so I take it you're not watching the new Doctor Who episode. I was, I'm like, oh shit. So I walked away from the con, sat outside, and watched it on my phone. And holy shit. But first, in the entire episode, it's been this long. I still don't know what the point of that was. I've it was. I, I think it. I do. I, I'm currently recording a video about it. I've nearly finished, but I had to stop to do the show. Uh, I think I know why Isaac Newton was race changed. Why? Because the episode is about Doctor and Donna and their doppelgangers, which equals four white people. Which means there isn't any diversity, and the BBC have their diversity yes. and inclusion policy. Yep. Therefore, a character had to be racially changed in order to adhere to their policies. So Sir Isaac Newton was brought in to be blackfaced by the not racist from, BBC. You are 100% right. Why not just visit a black historical figure? I, right. Because they wanted what? the running gag, which was completely unfunny oh, that I didn't laugh at once, Jesus, over yeah. changing the word gravity to havity. Or mavity. Mavity. Mavity, mavity sorry. God, you forgot the incredible joke as. Jeez. It was so, so incredible. Yes, the incredible so funny. funny joke, which I laughed so at Rory that I forgot. No, um, it was, again, if you took... We'll get into it. Don't get me started right now. Hi, as. It's been so long since I, we talked. I, um. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't on Friday. I was gonna go Friday. No, no. We've been texting. We've, We've been, been texting. texting like fourteen-year-old girls. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, dude. How, I haven't seen you since last week. Yeah. I, this there's a Witcher statue that is the most unfing believable. I got you the. I'll send you the QR code after the Please. show. Um, yeah. It's available for pre-order in two days. Maybe I can try to find a picture of it. It is the most amazing statue I've ever seen. Period. It's got I like saw, each uh, hair is put in into a pore. Oh. Like it's insane. Like the skin feels like skin. It's weird. It wasn't the one you saw at the con, was it? Yeah, it's the one you uh, stood next yeah, to. The one. Yeah. That was incredible. So yeah, we were texting like fourteen year old girls. Lots happened. Elon roast Disney. Disney. Uh, Bob Iger went out and said the same shit he said a year ago. Uh, nothing's going to change. They're they're gonna they're gonna focus on uh, quality over quantity. Yet it was announced today that the Ray movie uh, is going to go into production next May. And 
Thank God for job security. Thank you. The Marvels has completed its failure. Uh, and uh, Disney's oh, wow. in more trouble. It, it looks like they've been bribing people. Uh-oh, over that Reedy Crick thing. Crick. I said Crick. Oh, my God. I've gone Southerner. I'm going native. I'm going to start saying y'all all the time. Uh, I'm going on zero sleep because I just got back from L.A. We drove in. We got in about an hour and a half ago. So I'm wow. completely going on caffeine right now. <laughs> Uh, and I'm going to pass out after the hey. show, but the show must go. I got on. my BCAAs. I actually got my BCAAs, oh, man. Those are great. I don't need, what's what's that? A flavor. What's I a got a strawberry kiwi. Mm. Yeah. So we got a lot to talk about. Oh yes, and uh, comic creators are triggered over a retailer speaking the truth. Uh, yes, and we are definitely going to talk about that, especially uh, one Jamal Eigel and Donnie. We're going to talk about Donnie. Hey, Donnie. Donnie. Hey. You've been kicked out of any parties recently, Donnie. Hey, hey, Donnie. Hey? Uh, have you found sobriety yet? I hope you do. There's no, always a seat no. for you, brother. There's always no, a seat for you. No, there's a very good reason why he gets kicked out of parties. Number one, that. Number two, uh, I'm going to save you that embarrassment, Donnie. I'm going to save you that embarrassment. <sighs> So, yes, uh, comic creators are attacking a retailer, the guy who sells their shit. So I have plenty to say on that. But first, we have the long man. What's up, brother? Good. You know, just been tooling away, editing all different kinds of things. Been telling people, like, stuff will happen. I'm sure of it eventually. We're literally days away from telling you about something that will be coming out. But it'll be fun. Little little collaboration project but uh, yeah. yeah other than that streaming ds3 because some other guy was doing it and i was like this looks tempting i might play the old doc solar again he was uh <clears throat> he, he was he was killing some things and i was like i'd like to kill some things so i've been doing that too it's been lots of fun mm. playing video how are you doing i'm great i'm happy to be at home oh. lots of traveling seeing the fellowship was fantastic the la comic-con was great the panels were great uh, meeting you guys uh, in Wisconsin and then L.A., and this has been a great year of travel. I'm fucking done. I'm going to stay home. What are you What are you laughing at? Oh, I just read the private chat. <laughs> what did the private chat say? The number two. What? Uh <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anywho. Poor Chad. <laughs> You know what, though? That's not the first time somebody's done that. It's not even close. No, probably not. No, Quarter Black Garrett's got some experience with that, too. <laughs> Wait, what? That's a hint that people will understand. Anyway, where was I? Oh, I was saying hello. <laughs> An x-ray girl, when she gets two white claws in her. White people? That's all she's doing. Uh, white I, people? I was saying that the whole time at LA Comic Con, there was, like, barely any diversity there. At the panels, but you know. <laughs> uh, I had a great trip, too. I'm very tired, not as tired as Gary. Uh, it made me uh, just happy to see how many Ripaverse shirts. We saw a lot of Ripaverse shirts. Like in the wild. Like, oh, you have a panel? So they were there at the con anyway. And they mm -hmm. had Ripaverse shirts on. By the way, we did uh, walk by Tim Sheridan's booth a couple times. Hey! It's very... Uh, it was uh was he selling but well, I don't even think tens of copies. Is was he selling a single copy of anything? 
Yeah, I don't know. It was. It, it was, was like it was this. really sad. Huh. Um. Crickets. Also, there was a panel that was after our panel. Oh yeah. Next door. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin oh, Smith. Kind of like that yeah. too. <laughs> Kevin Smith was in the green room with uh, Alan and Dante and Chris, and uh, I. I got. I winked at him when I walked by. Well, what's up, buddy? Um, he looks a little sick. He looked really emaciated. Yeah, he looks yeah. a little sick, so I hope he's okay. Um, you know, our panel was had more people, but who's counting? Hell of fellowship. We are, Gary. We're counting. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, it was a good time. It's a good time, but very, mm. very glad to be home. But love hanging out with the fellowship and and Polly and. Uh, Comic book girl 19. She's cool as hell. She's so cool. Oh my God. And you did a good job in the panel, X ray girl. X ray girl was on the panel. I said That's nine good. words. You said nine I words. Whoa. My words. <gasps> I know. <laughs> we did have people walk out a couple uh, for both panels. Oh, yeah. Like when we started, and then I started in on the, well, everything, you know, the, you know, entertainment has turned into a, a, what is it, a delivery mechanism for the message, man. As soon as I said that, the. Phew, but then we had four people come in and take their place, so it was great. Yeah. We're just going to well, toilet. They're on the way back. New people, and at the end of the panels, they're like, "Who do I follow? What should I do?" And I gave the list of everyone on the panel's YouTube channel. So, and it was it was a very eclectic group, uh, I thought, and uh, really diverse. Uh, and that's you, was there a Friday Night Tights panel where you yeah. said there's one person who's not here. Who we really need, you know, want to. <laughs> and then you go critical drinker and I'm just sat at home like. Oh. He's but, never going to let me forget I, that. There's one person who isn't with us today and I'm like, oh, you know, who's, who's, uh, who really does deserve uh, some props. Oh, <laughs> it's critical drinker. Oh. But as you had the Saskas. <laughs> sisters bring you back to life yeah you you were yeah, uh, yeah they're fantastic yeah the, the, we're gonna get them back on the show they're they were really yeah. good they were really good the audience really liked them too yes mm -hmm. i wonder why i wonder why <laughs> i wonder why I'm, I'm i'm actually serious question no all right so um let's start with uh let's start with a little good news right mm -hmm. a little good news uh, a little mark millar news Oh just yeah, announced yeah, yeah. It, just announced it today. As people are rolling in, uh, we'll get to the Marvel's failure in just a moment and all the other stuff. But uh, Mark Millar is bringing Millar World catalog over to Dark Horse Comics. Mm -hmm. So congrats to him. And it's it's going from Image to Dark Horse. Uh, traditionally, Dark Horse has been my favorite publisher of the big quote-unquote publishers because they kind of keep it lean and mean of course they have hellboy uh they make a ton of money translating manga they've been doing that for years and years uh since city you know uh dark horse is rad and they've been around for a long time so congrats to mark millar who is like the one guy out there trying to change things for the positive so love you man Somebody uh, messaged him saying, oh, does this mean you're not going to be able to, does this mean you're still going to speak to Hilvers Babyface? And he went, yes. <laughs> it's like, of course. Of course. 
Mark can call his own shots. He don't need to be bothered by this yeah. uh, this nonsense going on. There's a lot of things Mark does not need to do anymore that he's doing because he loves comics. And yes. he's going to be focusing on comics because that's his first love. He doesn't have, you know, he's doing the Hollywood stuff and he's had a lot of success, but he knows where the bread is buttered. That and nemesis is, you know, that's really fucking beginning to take off. Yeah, dude, it's good stuff. And, um, you know, his books and... Quite frankly, the Conan books, the new Conan books, are the only new books. Uh, and the Mark Silvestri, Batman, the Conan books, and his books are the only new books I bought in three years. And I used to buy, when I didn't own the comic store, 200 bucks a week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the comic shop, average, 200 bucks a week. And stopped. Stopped because Tom King woke oh. up one morning, sat down <laughs> to pee, and wanted to cancel Jay Lee. Uh, for no reason. That was that was the straw that broke the camel's back for both Az and I. And we were done. We're like, okay, we quit. We're done. We're not going to support you fuckers anymore. Uh, and by the way, Tom King's on the writing team for uh, James Gunn's uh, DCU. Good luck with that. But congrats to Mark Millar. And that's everything is going over there. So I cannot wait. Uh, and uh, go follow him on Twitter. He's got a lot of good things to say. Mm. We're trying to get the name of that retailer who was out there. I, you know, I don't know it. I don't know it, but uh, he, I think he, it's rather hilarious. Oh, are we going to talk about that? Now? Yeah, we we can we can wait. We we should do. Okay. Yeah, we should do. It, it's it's the reaction is it exposes everybody who's the problem in the comic book industry. Amen. <laughs> uh, which is pretty much exactly what I was just about yeah. to say. It, it's like. You want to see who the problems are? See yeah. all the people roasting this guy. <laughs> see, yeah, yeah. Jamal Eichel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody. Uh, but Donny Coates is is trying desperately uh, to get back in the good graces of the mainstream and get employed again. So he, he you know that he's going to do that. But yeah, if you want to know exactly where the problem is in the comic book industry, look at the people within the comic book industry attacking the guy that's trying to sell their dog shit. He's those, trying to make a living. Those who preach the most have the most most to hide. <clears throat> and uh, he certainly, well, he should have kept some stuff hidden. That's all I should say. There's some, there's some things that should remain hidden. Particularly when you get on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, hey, could you pull up that Marvel's article? Because I know it's been, you know, I, I, was, I just arrived in a post. Oh, look at that. Ooh. Hey, that book, that's a that was a seriously good story. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good I'm uh, trying to get the individual issues and I managed to pick up a slab uh, for issue one. This is no no restraints played by the Soskas, by the way, the slab came in. So I now have one, two and three. I need, still need parts. So come up five. to the lab. And see what's on the side. Oh, fucking hell. I should have said, hey, when you're at Comic Con, can you pick me up? <laughs> you could have. <laughs> I had no, I had like two hours to shop. That was it. I, I spent most of my time making that video while the, while the girls were out partying. Good video. Thank you. Very Thank good you. video. I didn't watch it, but it's a very good video. Uh, hey, you sound <laughs> like uh, most of the people who criticize pop culture. <laughs> I didn't watch you it. You sound like most of the people that uh, fake buy ice and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What was your Which favorite part, part of my like? video, As? <laughs> I don't know. There's quite a lot, to be honest with you. 
uh, quite a lot there. I liked uh, the uh, the bit where Alpha Core um, <laughs> attack Bree uh, Larson. Larson. Yeah, yeah, that's Larson. it. That's it. No, oh. I like uh, it was uh, it was no. You did a really good juxtaposition of uh, Bob Iger's uh, interview and then Elon Musk <laughs> literally just coming in straight afterwards completely exposing uh bob Iger for for who he who he was but i didn't realize that i actually didn't know that bob Iger had uh utterly thrown chapek under the bus when chapek was carrying out the stuff which bob Iger Greenlight. had brought into di yeah including so this sequel ooh. this sequel was greenlit under bob Iger's tenure which reached well into Bob Chapix, by the way, as Fortune Magazine pointed out. Bob Iger was only technically, quote-unquote, gone for 11 months. He mm. was in his office. He was showering twice a day to go to award ceremonies. No, he was working to get his job back while he ducked out for, for the coof. That's a great leader, by the way. So I was told, I could not believe it. I was told, uh, it was at the at police thing. That they're like, yeah, the Marvels is leaving theaters. And I'm all, shut the front door. No, you're kidding me. It's not even four weeks. Is it four weeks? It's not It's not leaving the theaters. They're just no longer going to report on it. It's not leaving the theaters. The theaters are no longer going to show it. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, there, is, there is most likely that. In actual fact, I'll just check to see if it's lost any theaters. I, you know, theaters, if you're listening, give the screens to Godzilla minus one. Right now. Oh yeah. Is well, it's only got two days left. left? Enter streaming because that's usually a sign of how bad they think it's doing. Yeah, this will this will enter streaming, and I'm telling you that the the next headline from Variety will be, the Marvels is the most watched thing on Disney Plus. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. Oh, According it, to Disney, yeah, it's lost another near nearly one thousand theaters. So it's now down to two thousand two hundred theaters. Yeah, I'm After taking... starting with 4,030, by the way. So it's nearly so, halved its theaters. They're going to stop reporting it because uh, there's no more money to report. Uh, this is probably obligatory. This is this is the kind of bullshit that the theaters have to go through. Uh, Marvel's is going to lose all their muscle on this, by the way. Uh, so it ends its box office run. Didn't even make $200 million, right? Uh, when I heard <laughs> that, I couldn't believe it. And I'm just like, thank you. 197. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, put a stick in the MCU because it's done. Is Marvel going to change, though? No. I've got news. I got news. I got a question. Sure. What's Billy Elish, Elish, whatever the fucking thing's called? Uh, what, have they, what have they come out as? A woman? A gay woman? I don't, I don't, I mean, I just assume all singers are gay. So I, I, I don't care. I don't care either. No, no, it's it, it's all bullshit. Like nobody cares. She's saying like I lost followers. It's like shut the fuck up. No, you didn't. No, no straight person's listening to Billy Eilish anyway. And if they, and if they do, they don't care. Uh, they don't care. I saw her. Hey, she's she did um, the Nightmare Before Christmas thing. Uh, she sang Sally's song. Uh, at the Danny Elfman thing, so and she did a good job. All right. Uh, there's nothing heroic about the final box office performance of the Marvels. The superhero <laughs> sequel, I'll read it over here. The superhero sequel is officially the lowest grossing installment in the history of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Shocking. Aww. 
Shocking news. After four <laughs> weeks on the big screen, the comic book tentpole is running out of steam with 80 million in North America and 197 million globally. Uh, there would typically be optimism that attendance would rebound over the busy holiday season, but Disney apparently doesn't expect that to be the case because it won't be reporting the film's weekend box office results any longer. Well, I mean, it's hard to report money that isn't there. Yeah, this is definitely a please stop looking. Please just stop. It's embarrassing. So embarrassing, and they deserve every bit of it. Are we celebrating its failure? Yes! Yes. Absolutely! (laughs) Woo! With gay abandon. Yes. And straight Uh, abandon, both. Yeah, gay or straight abandon. That sounds like bigotry to me. It does. Uh, The studio wrote on Sunday in a note to the press, which was probably handwritten quickly, um, with the Marvel's box office down winding down, we will stop weekend reporting for international and global grosses on this title. And uh, is this the part where they, did they make it over the thin ice as... They had uh, no. They tried to skate quickly, and still went straight in head first. <laughs> they did, but do you know what? He's skating quickly. They're a theatrical run. That's what skating very quickly. Oh yes, uh, the Marvels opened on November tenth, so that is we're five days short of a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, with forty six million domestically, and it hasn't done much since. Uh, <laughs> to land the worst debut I just want to say it I'm just taking this in Because it's so good uh, The worst debut in the MCU The franchise's rare Rare misfire mm. Out of the gate Well, No well, not mm, racist. Mm, No mm, Bit of a perspective thing that is If we include all phases I guess you could say it's still still even then but Kind of no. no Gotta adjust for inflation but if you take just the last 10, like, no, misfiring is kind of their thing now. you got to adjust for cope. Yeah, because, you know, as as we have said, I mean, like, as as far as movies go, this was just a shitty movie. It wasn't, you know, its basis was in intersectional feminism, but it wasn't particularly woke. No, it was a bad movie, and it also had bad predecessors, which affects your box office. Uh, Guardians obviously didn't help it. And everybody sees Guardians for what it was, an anomaly. And some of us here didn't even like Guardians 3. And that's okay. We're still friends. It's that's weird. me. That's you. And Az didn't like it that much either. So What? Guardians, Guardians 3? I thought it was mid. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was mid. Yeah. I thought it was above mid. I thought it was 7 out of 10. See that? Little, we got all the opinions here. We got all the opinions. The Get week, out of my echo chamber. Right now. I like the raccoon. He was cute. What did you just call me? I like the raccoon. He was cute as a baby. Oh, oh my God. Do you realize I've had a weekend of, of this? Like her <laughs> and Kara and my wife. They were like <laughs> that whole Charlie's Angels thing that you started as. Uh, it actually like. <laughs> it manifested into like the drunk yep. Charlie's Angels. And, uh, G- Gary like <sighs> literally needed to get another hotel room to leave us. I did. <laughs> to record the to record the video, I'm like, I'm just gonna rent a hotel room. You guys hang out here, have fun, <laughs> do your girly stuff. Like being scared of spiders. Kara, Kara freaked out, I guess, because she saw a spider on her pillow and did. <laughs> no, she she went to kill it. I freaked out. Oh, 
Well, at least she tried to kill it. She failed, though, didn't she? Yeah. It, it could crawl back into the blankets. <laughs> and it crawled all over you all night. <laughs> yep. And bit you. Yeah, it was like... Okay, am I Spider-Man, then? Uh... Sure, you're female, so yeah, you identify as a man. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, <laughs> fucking today. Yeah. So you're gonna talk about that video you sent as <clears throat> X-ray girl? I mean, technically, Kara sent that. I oh, have, oh, okay. I have a copy of it. All right. Well, I've I... not, I've not said a word. <laughs> no, he just, he just uploaded it to Pornhub. That's all he did. Didn't say anything for it. He started a OF for us too. <laughs> Back to the article. Sorry, guys. As got a video of uh As got a video. A cuddling video. I didn't see it. I didn't take part in any of that. Um ticket sales cratered by 78% in its sophomore outing to cement another What's that even mean? Record? Sophomore outing. I, I I'm you mean British. It's second? It's supposed to be second. Second, okay. It's just a second week, assholes. Uh, the biggest second weekend drop of the series with an early end to the theatrical run, the Marvel's 2008's The Incredible Hulk, 260, uh, 264 million, not adjusted for inflation, is no longer the lowest grossing entry of the series. And, and the Hulk is, which is a mid-movie, is effing Shakespeare compared to everything oh. else. Marvel Phase 1 is is really good. I like Marvel Phase 1. I'm a big fan of two. Captain America First Avenger, completely underrated movie. Love that oh, movie. Oh, big time, big time. I like Iron Man. Do any of you guys like Iron Man? I like Iron nah. Man. I think Iron nah. Man's like... Terrible. It's all right. It's kind of neat. It's kind of... No, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> you mean the winner of our real BBC favorite yeah. Marvel movie poll? Yeah, a surprise winner. Because we thought it would be Avengers or Infinity War or... Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, it was Iron Man. I forget the ranking order. Do you remember what like was second and third? I think Avengers was second. I think Avengers was second. Yeah. yeah. Infinity mm. War was um, third. Or is Winter Soldier or Infinity War? It's one of those two. One of those. It was third. Uh, and Guardians was in there too. Uh, direct uh, directed by Nia DaCosta. <laughs> cast. Nia da Costa coffee because she'll be a barista by the end of the day. Nia yeah. da Costa, hundred million dollars. And to be, uh, and to, to be fair, I'm going to be fair to her, even though she doesn't deserve it. She doesn't deserve it because of what she said about well, all these racists and bigots and all that. She fed into that bullshit when we might have been sympathetic to the fact that you were cast and not hired. You were cast and not hired. They didn't believe in you. And Bob Iger said himself. You didn't have enough supervision, little lady. If you accept a casting position because of your race, color, gender, ethnicity, you are as complicit as they are, and you cannot complain when your shit, which you know that you're not right for, fails miserably. Yeah, this applies to uh, the writer for like, you know, like M.O.M. being Waldron, where it's like, oh. he's got to write... You know, scenes that have already been filmed. Like, what? It's not even his script at that point. It's like he agreed, he signed on. Yeah, he's responsible yeah, say for no. Ryan. You know, people used to say no all the time, Mahler. Some of them did. Yeah, Some all the fucking did. time. Some of them would do a project, not like the experience, and then not do another one. Yeah, Tim, mm. Burton. Tim Burton and Michael Keaton said no to Bat to Batman Forever to to the third Batman film when they would have made tons of money. Well, if you've listened to Tim Burton, they <laughs> said. 
pretty much no to him. Yeah. They were just like, hey, Tim, do you want to do, do something else? You've done a couple of these now. Do you want to do something else? Like, no, no, I'm, I'm okay to do this. Looking back on that. And, he said, and then, then they spent a lot of time, and then he just said it. During the meeting, he just went, hold on a minute. You don't want me to do the third film. No, no, Tim. Well, no, that's what Sam Raimi went through with Spider-Man 4, too. And they paid him a bunch of money. He's like, you guys don't. You just want to do your reboot. Go ahead. Go ahead. She's People used like to say way, no. Yeah. All they need to do is Tim Burton be like, can you just just roll back on the hyper dark, flashy blood and stuff? That's all. Because uh, I wouldn't have wanted them to, but of course that's what they wanted. Just do that, and then you could have been fine. Batman Returns has held up pretty well, hasn't it? For being such Great a film. criticized I movie. movie. Um, I was locked Amazing. up when it came out, so I heard all the criticism, and they're like, it was too dark. And like, I walked out of it you know, when I finally saw it, and I'm like, that was that was better than the first one. That was awesome. I think so. I yeah, think it's the best. Good, I think it's the best live action Batman film. Made. Well, Burton's a better director in it. The editing is better. Uh, it's not as choppy as the first movie. The first movie, I love the first movie. Just superb. Editing is terrible. It's terrible <laughs> editing. It's bad editing. Uh, editing is so much better in Batman Returns, uh, and it's a it's a better film. Christmas movie? I don't know. I'll be watching it this yes. Christmas. It yeah, is a Christmas film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nia DaCosta won't be directing any Christmas movie. She probably doesn't like Christmas anyway. Uh, then it gives She'll us some rundown. Oh, no, whatever. So this this <laughs> sequel, whatever we 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 know uh, the rest. Um, we have been saying this for years. This was going to be the benchmark. This is the 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 little the little pin we were going to put into when people will really truly start waking up to the failure of the MCU that they have been denying over the last three years since COVID started. So they're making a Captain America four. You can stop sharing now. They're making a Captain America four mm. without Captain America based on a series that nobody watched and nobody remembers. Remember Falcon and Winter Soldier? Everybody? Oh, oh. Gary, I still have a script Sorry. for that. I thought you might. I thought you said the uh, Captain America and a Winter Soldier. Great film. So um, apparently, of mm. course, I can't say who I heard it from. Um. Not apparently. This is what's happening. Captain America 4 is being completely reshot. Correct. Completely reshot. Not just yes. little bits here and there. Completely reshot. Tested yes. badly. Um, tested horribly. Um, there is... The Reddit rumors that were out there weren't right. They're not right. Um, but one thing... I don't know if I should say this. Ah, what the hell? Uh, this person's not going to get in trouble. Um, Fal uh, Falcon Black, Falcon Captain America is going to be fighting Red Hulk by himself. And there's but he's not a winter. He's not a super soldier. He's not a super nope. soldier. Now this has been out there. Now, this is part of the Reddit rumors that that was right, but the rest of them weren't. Is he fights him by himself and is able to stop him? No, oh, that's no, that's not how that works. Um, that's not that's not how that works that's not how the shield and vibranium work vibranium can absorb but it can't jesus christ when the impact happens it's gonna just fucking knock you into next year well, especially if it's a fucking hulk that punches you yeah i mean 
Tony Stark had to get in a fucking Hulk buster. Never mind his Iron Man suit. He had to get into a Hulk fucking buster. Yep. A super, super trooper duper Iron Man suit when he's in an Iron Man suit in the Hulk buster. Uh, some other news that may shock you is the Echo trailer will be the best thing you've seen from that show because it's an utter disaster. We know. Um, this is public news. Uh, the the writer, no, director of the series came out and said their titular character's comic book character's powers were lame. So they made up some new ones. And the new ones are she she echoes back to her descendants well, to get their powers. So remember, her, her powers in the comic books are Taskmaster's powers. She echoes your moves. That's how she was able to beat Daredevil. She's a decent character in the comics. I don't hate the character, the character design in the comics. She's fine. The one that you're seeing in the Disney Plus series that they respected so much is nothing like the source material character, for one. It shocks me. She has both legs. Um, and the fact that uh, a character with... Uh, no offense to Mark the Cyborg... But a character with one leg is going to beat Hawkeye because she beat Hawkeye in the Hawkeye series. I know nobody watched that either, but she beats Hawkeye. Fucking Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Of course. Um, yeah, so the, the, that's going to be a total disaster. The MCU will continue for a little while. It's dead, but it will continue for a little while. But uh, big thanks to the Marvels, I think, from everybody here. Really? I think uh, we'd all like to extend our gratitude. Can you answer my question in private chat, Gary, please? I suppose it could have been uh, yes, with, which would have been nicer. Is there any other? <laughs> well, vacuum <laughs> cleaner. Kissinger. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. Allegedly. Uh, there's still Henry Killinger, though. The greatest. Uh, you guys need to watch Venture Brothers. I, 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 before the end of the year, I'm gonna watch RRR and Arcane, and then you guys have to watch Venture Brothers. And you I'm, watching, I'm watching Cowboy whoa, 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 Bebop whoa, whoa. again right now. That's what I'm doing. Uh, if, if how long is Venture Brothers though? Um, you just start, start, and then once you start, then you determine. I would say watch the first season. It's seven seasons over twenty years. But I'll do that short, to watch Arcane for sure. Yeah, they're short, like twenty-minute episodes. So uh, just watch the first season. I consider that a purchase. Once you get that first, I'll, I'll purchase it for you. I will. Uh, <laughs> once you get through that first season, you'll want to watch the rest. Mm. Trust me. I know what I'm watching in five days. What are you watching? What are you watching? Alice in Borderland. Oh, oh. Is that coming out? Huh? New season. Season, season three. Mm -hmm. It's out in what? 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 Five, Five days. days. No fucking way. Sorry, <laughs> See you guys. Bye. <laughs> then we got Reacher in ten days. Reacher what? season two. Reacher season two yeah. is in ten days. Yeah, Reacher season two. Yeah. In, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. God, in ten so days, the UK movie. will be able to watch Godzilla minus one, my favorite movie of the year. Keep getting asked about it. I'm like, I'm not allowed to see it yet. It's not fair. Yeah. I gotta wait. I know. I t I text Drake. I'm like, dude, don't fuck around. See this movie's all. I wish I could. Yeah, <laughs> but I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to watch it with my friend Captain Jack Sparrow because I no, want the no, full no, 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 cinematic experience. You want to yeah. see it on yeah. the biggest screen possible. Yeah. I know some people are out there like saying it's overrated. Listen, 
uh, effort counts for me. Anyway, I'll just say it counts for me. So for 15 million or 35, whatever it was, for 15. there being a couple of dodgy, somewhat dodgy effect shots, but everything else, if you're a Godzilla fan, the, the, this is the best modern one, not even close, and maybe the best one ever as far as Why? character work. <clears throat> Why is it in the cinema for f fucking a week? Uh, I think it might have something to do with the legendary thing. And that trailer, by the way, Godzilla Kong looked trash. Looked total fucking trash. Oh, my God. I had no fucking it's interest such, in it. It's, it's legit, like, by degrees. It's gone to a complete clown show. You got like, one. Uh, one that looks is a serious film, Mahler. Sorry. But, like, one is a serious film. And the other one is... American well, I mean, garbage. Godzilla 20, was it 14 or 16, the Gareth Edwards film? That was pretty serious. Then you had yep. King of the Monsters, which was less serious. And then Godzilla versus Kong, which was a lot less serious. And now, now that fucking clip is all I can think about when it comes to a Godzilla X Kong. It's the Godzilla cartoon. That's what it is. The yeah. Saturday morning Godzilla cartoon. That's what it is. With Godzuki. <laughs> King Kong yes. has the Infinity Gauntlet for some reason. Oh, God, I know. What? Uh, I'm not even gonna freaking watch. You see it in the trailer? He has a little gauntlet on. I haven't no. seen the trailer in all so fairness. In, no, 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 in, in the running clip. Oh, I was just I was just watching Godzilla run. Yeah, yeah, because he looks really fucking pathetic and small and weird by doing that. Godzilla's not supposed to be like that. I thought everyone knew this, but okay. No. Oh, yeah. Um and, and the director for Godzilla minus one's like, I'd love to do a Star Wars movie. Don't Stay Don't. as far away from Disney as possible. Stay in Japan. Make good stuff. Make more Godzilla movies like the one you just made. But that was 15 million budget, Godzilla minus one, and it did 34 million in its opening in its opening weekend in the US. So it's made its money back. So everything from here on in for the rest of the weeks just profit. Well, we talk plus, about word of mouth all the time. This yeah, thing yeah, has had yes. word of mouth. Yes. yes oh, yes. And it's a movie for everybody. Absolutely everybody. Um, I seen men, a couple of clips and a couple and of women are like... gonna, dude. Men and women are gonna like it. Chrissy said it's her favorite movie of the year. Chrissy, wow, Mayer. yeah, wow. my wife said it's her favorite movie of the year. So, wow. yeah, go see females it. Females enjoy Big Lizard. This they, is cool. Females enjoy the Big Lizard. That's right. Well, I say, ding dong, ding dong. All right. That's what I meant to do. I'm a little slow. I'm a little slow today, guys. I'm sorry. Today, <laughs> sorry. Yes, today. Wow. Okay. I mean, that checks out. <laughs> I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to deny it. Uh, Undeniable. Okay. Freaking love Godzilla Minus One so much, I'm probably going to do a video on it. I don't care if it's late. I, I don't give a shit. Uh, it's like One Piece. I, I can't. I'm, I'm going to go see it. In our, we have a huge IMAX here. I can't wait to go see it again. Cannot wait. Uh, and and the effort put into this does count. Great acting. But there's some scenes that just look, you know, the one you've all seen where the boat's kind of it's sailing away from Godzilla, swimming towards him. I won't tell you what's happening in that scene, but that is just a legit good scene. That is like something you'll remember for years. That that one little scene, that's what you'll take away. It's really, really, really fucking cool. And um, I, I, I don't even want to spoil stuff. I think people have said too much. Like the main character's arc is fucking incredible. It's incredible. 
but it's a it's a defeated society, a defeated man. It's just defeated people. <clears throat> They've got no backing, no government backing. They're not going to get help from the U.S. or Russia or anybody else. They're on their own, and they're taking on this monster, and it's fucking cool as hell. It's cool as hell. Um, kind of a libertarian message mixed in there. I doubt that's uh, what they meant to do, but it's in there. It's in there. So, uh, what should we do next? Let's let's talk about Doctor Who. Yay! Yay! Sorry. So everyone's uh, seen it, Yay. I assume. Yeah, I yes. saw it. I saw it. General, general thoughts. What's what's everyone got? Um, I thought that the actual episode, when they were just doing the episode stuff, was okay. Um, but I kept getting taken out of it by progressive politics. And uh, the timeless, the whole timeless children bit. Oh, that so, shit! That shit made me sad, man. It did. And if you edited that out, and you edited the bullshit out, then there was actually a a, a relatively fun, a pretty fun Doctor Who episode there. But not six. Okay, a relatively fun again episode. Six, just episode of seven Doctor out of ten. Who. Exactly. Like that yeah. should be episode four and five in a season sixtieth anniversary special. It's, I I don't understand the philosophy behind what's going on. In the and it 60s. was a yeah, it was a bottle episode too. So why are you bottle episode? Why do you have a bottle episode? And listen, as one of three specials, yeah, it's part of the three specials. And, and and Mahler and I and I think as all love midnight. We all love midnight. One of the greatest bottle oh, yeah. episodes ever done. <clears throat> but you're talking about three specials for your 60th anniversary. You have shown no reverence uh, to the past or anything. They're just regular no. episodes that aren't very good, and I agree with Az's assessment. I, it's better than the first one, for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's just, you know, it's the Doctor and Donna, and it has some decent stuff, and then it gets all dry. For the, the beginning is stupid uh, with with mm -hmm. Isaac Newsom. Newsom? Gavin Newsom. New, new, Gavin Newsom. Isaac Newsom, Newton. correct. Gavin yeah. Newsom. Uh, no, Isaac Newton being race swapped, and then later on cementing the timeless children. I mean, not just cementing it like it, it is like fuck you, critics of the timeless children. I put like it didn't even need to be in the episode, so it was no. clearly Russell backing his boy Chris Chibnall and fuck the fans. He doesn't want he he's come out and said it. By the way, he's such a fucking hypocrite. By the way, this guy, this guy. So I know Mr. Retardus is making the rounds again and. Oh, it's his tweets are looking a lot like uh, MCU stand tweets these days. But uh, what, like, like, uh, is that the one that was like, uh, well, Agatha Christie didn't fight huge hornets, but she looked like Agatha Christie. But she looked like Agatha fucking <laughs> Christie, you yeah. dipshit. And I just pointed out that Russell T Davies just said a couple of years ago that only gay actors should play gay characters. So, so which one is it going to be? And uh, by the I, way. I in that article, mm. he says, I'm going to war. Against who? There's, are you dude. saying there's no acceptance of gay people in entertainment? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you fucking rule it. And for the most part, I don't care. But shit. Uh, so, yeah, he's full of fucking shit. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Mr. Retardus is Mr. Retardus. He's been that way for a long time. But, um, yeah, the episode itself... Uh, there was parts of it I was like not hating until it went to the timeless children. And it was, again, it was a big F you to the fans. And it's like, it, it even ruined 
Will Vermont coming back at the end, which was a sweet little scene. You know, it's great to see him. But uh, it, I was like, I don't care. I, I just, I don't even care. And it's setting up the end. And uh, if it's this bad now with David Tennant, guys, how, how bad is it going to be with, with Shooty? Uh. I I I can only imagine Cliff just uh, Cliff falling. Um, they lost two hundred and fifty thousand viewers from they last did. week to this week. The consolidated numbers are in. I think it's seven point six one million, which is lower than Capaldi's final special consolidated, which I think was seven point nine two. Can I also interject so, quickly that the consolidated sure. numbers come from the iPlayer, which counts a view as watching it for one minute. Uh, yes. Um, I thought it was pretty meh, uh, in terms of how the Ryan went for the episode anyway, like in terms of a story, I don't know about you guys, but I really wish they'd committed to horror instead of having a, like, uh, remember the quote from Russell where he said, it's not, this episode's not really as much horror as it is weird. Yeah. And, uh, I think that this, that they had all the elements they needed to make a scary episode. Yeah, absolutely. And they instead sort of walked around doing some silly stuff. And I think it kind of made it a bit like, huh? Yeah, I, I do say in, <laughs> without giving my video away, I do say in my video that it had all it had all the right beats, but lacked the bite of things like Satan's Pit and stuff like that, um, which yeah. it really should have should have had. And, and Midnight as well. You know? Absolutely. Um, Midnight's one of the scariest Doctor Who episodes. Yep. He almost yes. dies. Thanks to and humans. it's psychologically scary, which is which is some of the the uh, best type because you you are because we don't midnight is unresolved as to what it was, who it was. We, exactly, we don't even so get to see the planet. That really. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all imagination. It's like there's a diamond planet that you can't even look at, and there's some entity out there that is something bad. Uh, this was it, kind of the same premise, a little bit. But you had something where you can had an evil doctor and Donna who were from, you know, uh, who could, well, the void. It could have been, you know, it, yeah, it could have been Love Lovecraftian. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, and uh, they, yeah, they just made it weird. So. Um, the special effects were fucking shocking at times. Like uh, some of them were good, some of them were off more than they could shoot. Yeah, well, they, you know, like the extended arm stuff. I've seen the behind the scenes. It's really cool. They made them practical and everything. It's like, oh, that's awesome. Yep. With the some well, uh, lens, you know, so like lenses. They, they had like the full. I saw someone mess around with the big arms, like wearing them as full. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, right, which okay. is just fun and awesome. But then you also have like a lot of the running when when David Tennant evil version starts running at all fours. And oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole way, like it was making me think of Spy Kids 3D a lot. Um, I don't <sighs> know why, but the green screen was integrated less better here than it had been in like you know. Ten thing with Doctor Who is Doctor Who's never been a great special effect show. No, it's always been this strong writing which has has carried it. Strong I think writing. it's still something you mention even in good episodes. You either praise or you criticize the special effects. It's not like I'm saying it would no, make or break the episode. I, yeah, I'm not saying it's an unfair criticism. I, I'm just saying Doctor Who we normally give more benefit of the doubt to because of the strength of the writing. But when the writing is all over the place, then things like that do become very noticeable. Yep. Well, and that's the, when you don't have interesting characters and interesting writing, your eyes start to wander, you know. And then, you know, like, the story, uh, the first question I had, maybe you guys can help me out, because I only saw it the one time. Mm. Why didn't um, why didn't the captain just blow up the ship to begin with? 
because they would have. Hmm. They I only watched uh, it once they too. Would have realized what the captain was going to do because they were just, thinking. Just press the button, blow it up. What are they going to do? I'd have to watch it again because that seems like a flaw because she had to slow everything down, right? So she slowed everything down. She had to down. slow everything down so they couldn't keep up with her thought process. Well, what I got from it was she realized what she needed to do. I mean, I say she, it's a skeleton. So, and, and it's just assigned a pronoun because they have a conversation about a skeleton in space and what pronoun they should assign. Never mind. That's Doctor Who. But after, but yeah, but after she kills herself, why not just speed the process up? Because they say, yeah, the, the big explanation is good question, that she smaller. wants to destroy them, but they're copying her. So she needs to throw herself out into space so they can't keep copying her. And then she'll set self-destruct her so slowly that they can't figure it out before it happens. But why wouldn't, as the captain, you could just press self-destruct, force self-destruct immediately? I don't see why she wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, you know, I'm actually not going to review this one. I'm gonna wait till the next one and see if it's even worth it. Well, and uh, that for me kind of like ruined Don't it in terms care. of just there's nothing else for me to gain because most of the episode is spent on them just trying to figure everything out, but they get information incredibly slowly. And then there's like maybe a nice moment or two, but it's not even spent between them, it's spent with the fake versions. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then there's mm. the timeless children thing, which I was like, mm. it's my boy Deathlock right there. Deathlock rules. Um, and then I don't know what else is there. Like uh, there was there was some spooky horror bits, but it was very rare, and I wanted more. Yeah, they they wasted way too much time talking about uh, you know Donna, the other Donna. So how they mentioned the timeless children is the copy of Donna is able to access her Dr. Donna stuff better than the original Donna. Yeah. And because of space brain, they, they, they say, she says to the doctor, uh, something about you being from Gallifrey yet. You're not, you don't know where you're from. And I'm like, yeah, oh. as soon as she said that, I was like, no, I was, and I was, I was just getting into the episode. Yep. Then that happened, and I was I was like, and I'm out again. And they mentioned the flux, and they're all we destroyed half of the universe. I believe so is half of the universe still destroyed? That's Apparently a so. Gary, it's not a retcon. I thought that the whole thing was that we destroyed basically everything except Earth. So except yeah, Earth. Dude, Correct. We, we saw yes. Jupiter blow up in that episode. So I did you wreck? Did you? Yeah. And then, like, he'd be like, you know, guilty. It's like, it wasn't your fault. He's like, I know. And I was just saying, like, what the fuck? We're actually using the flux? Do you think I remember anything about what the fuck all of that was? I barely remember. I just remember Jupiter blowing up. That's all. And you barely use it. It's like, I just remember Earth being the last place. Yes, it was. That's what I thought it was, yeah. Never and really... we, we, we mentioned what they're going to do. The whole fucking universe has been destroyed. Apart from Earth, and what are they going to do with Doctor Who? And then fucking just forget about it, I guess. You know, another whole episode not talking about the actual like these these two. I think if you guys remember last week, I said hopefully this episode will give us some time between those two. We had barely any time between them that was like meaningful. They were just sort of like memeing around. Yeah, yeah. The best conversations were between one of them and then uh, the other doppelganger. There's so much to catch up on. There's so much to talk about as to why any of this has happened, but they're just not doing it. I guess it's all going to be in the third episode. No, I don't think it is. 
I don't. I don't think it I mean, is. I. I, I the think most it's... of it will be in the third episode, but I'm not going to say I, how much because I don't think there is going to be much. Yeah, I just. I think a lot of it is um, literally superficial level. Bring back Tenant. Bring back Donna. Yeah, the nostalgia bait. As, as yeah. Eric calls it, it was pure nostalgia bait. Um, way more attention is put into Shudigawa. By the way, they're they're su- shooting seasons back to back, so they're feeling very confident about this because they got some Disney money up front. Well, you don't <laughs> you don't have to pop a good rating when A, you take money from the British public, yeah. and then B, you take money from Disney to produce your show. So if Disney say, we'll give you enough money to make two seasons, and the BBC are perfectly committed to putting progressive shit all over their TV now as much as possible, ratings aren't going to mean shit because it's been funded. Well, yeah, and you're not going to get proper reporting from America. Which the Jody episodes, no. they stopped reporting ratings from the Jody episodes. They got because so they were low. down in the the low yeah the low hundred thousand the two three hundred hundred thousands yes. And I is uh chat is BBC America I'm sure it is is it still a thing is it still around? I unplugged years ago so. BBC America turned into uh, Doctor Who and Star Trek reruns, which isn't bad in theory. Okay. Next theory. generation, next generation, and Doctor Who reruns. I'm okay with that. <sighs> By the way, this is a really good series. If you guys haven't picked it up, it's really fun. Maximum Carnage, good stuff. Good stuff. I, uh, I, it was annoying because I think if somebody gets hold of that episode and edits out all the shit, there is an episode of Doctor Who that's oh, yeah, like a good an 15 edit. minute short. <laughs> <laughs> edit, edit in a bunch more of them actually talking about the things that matter and then I'd say focus on it being a horror and yeah I love the idea of the creatures that they gradually copy you and they need you afraid to learn more about you faster it's great yeah. Use that. yeah yeah it was yeah I liked it it makes your heart pump faster blood pump completely, adrenaline completely blah, blah, blah. sidetracked by agenda like uh, I'm probably going to watch it the, the next one obligatory and I don't know if I could be bothered with anything else after this it's like Russell has made it he's been warning us for years by the way He's like, this is what he was going to do. He, you know, when he, <sighs> when he was asked, he had a lot more to say. And we are, oh, he has a lot more to say with the doc. Oh, no, no. Can no. I quote the doctor? Yes, you can. When, when Capaldi's talking to Missy and Missy's telling the doctor, oh, you, you shouldn't trust me. I'm just a horrible person. I'm just, you know, I can't change. And, the doc- and Capaldi's doctor says to her, that's the thing about hope. It's so tempting. And it's just like, that's, I think, what a lot of Doctor Who fans had. Yep. Was was the idea of maybe there's hope. Because fandoms are normally full of very optimistic, forgiving people because you are involved in something that they love. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as Russell T. Davis was announced to come back, even us, as cynical as we'd been... You can't deny there was an ember of hope in all of us. Sure. <clears throat> I I saw that with, I mean, every time I do a meetup, every time I go to a panel, you see the hope of fandom and you don't want to shit on it. You really don't. And I, I still have it too. That's what, that's what makes it a good thing. Um, but uh, I wouldn't have a lot of hope for Doctor Who. I just wouldn't. It's no, it's, I, I, uh... it's dead. It's freaking dead. And it's going to just wallow in obscurity. Like Kurtzman Trek. Sure, there's 
Hey, season five of Star Trek Discovery is coming out in March. Does uh, anybody give a shit? Nope. They haven't. They haven't crossed all of the seasons, so why would they start now? Exactly. Uh, it's never again. It's, invest the money. That's all Discovery is. Invest the money. Well, Netflix paid for the first two or three first seasons. Three. First three seasons. First three. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they had to massively cut the budget. Paramount Plus has never turned a profit. Disney Plus has never turned a profit. Peacock. Hey, Peacock made an announcement. Hey, we totally total victory. We didn't lose as much money as we thought we were going to lose. They instead of uh, they thought they were going to lose three billion. They thought they were going to lose three billion. They only lost two point eight billion. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> this is the measurement of success today, is it? it they're all going to consolidate eventually. Gary, Disney Plus. He's turning a profit next year. Bob Iger told us. Bob Iger said so. He did. He also said they're going to focus on quality over quantity. Um, and uh, they'll be back advertising on on Twitter. Give it a year. Remember the apocalypse, kids? Remember everybody left? Then they all came back. They all came back. Uh, because yeah, they're gonna. What are they gonna advertise on Threads? Uh, hey, they have no problem advertising on TikTok. Chinese spyware. Well, yeah, but the big they are big fans of China. Come on. They are big fans of China. Uh and oh, uh, use that app. Mm. Yeah, and there's just there also happens to be uh I th- threw up Did the you graphic. See the study that TikTok is by far the biggest the most uh, social media platform <laughs> which uh, for mm-hmm. anti-Semitic content. And it's not even close as to what? the second oh. one. Go to and then X is like fourth or something. Here, X Ray Girl. Go go to Discord, go to new video, scroll up a little bit. There's there's that that graphic is there. I screen captured it's actually Stephen King. It's so good. It's so good. Um, and then get the article that's below it where Disney announces their partnership with TikTok on their website. <laughs> so what did Elon say? People saying nice go things while doing yourself. evil. Go <laughs> evil, fuck yeah, yourself. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. Disney and TikTok partnership results in millions of new follower, followers and billions of Disney. Hashtag Disney 100 views. Oh. But again, mm. now throw up that graphic. If you can't now share translate that, that now, now turn that into money. You could you could find it on my Twitter too because I I uh I laugh at it pretty hard. Uh, Stephen King. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he says. <laughs> so then, why is Disney boycotting X yet spending millions on other platforms? Relationship between platforms usage and uh, anti. Semitic anti-Israel views. Whatever your views, I, I I have no view on the conflict. I know nothing about it, and I'm not going to pipe in about it. But TikTok apparently has a lot of opinions, and they don't like uh, Israel very much. Um, and then Stephen King says, it was what you said. And then Elon Musk responds, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Where's my drum? There it is. But that, but that's rather. I mean, that is just so telling, though. Here's here's the actual breakdown of anti-Semitism on social media, and they don't care. 
They don't care. They don't care. You you're you're already the, the you're already the target. It doesn't matter. Ask God. You did. This is why you just don't engage these people. That they, they, they don't want conversation. They're not interested in conversation. Not interested in in actually uh, looking at factual figures or anything like that. It's it's just who's the current boogeyman, and uh, let's just stay mm -hmm. in our echo chamber, nice and warm. And I mean, I mean Stephen King's a broken piece of fucking dog shit person, anyway. And uh, uh, you know, if if Stephen King's saying something that's antithetical to what you're thinking, you're probably thinking more on the right lines, or at least the more normal lines than uh, than somebody like that. right. So uh, also the difference between views and and length, ladies, ladies. Uh, between Ooh. Bob Iger's interview, which was 38 minutes. And Elon Musk, which oh. is like well over an hour, right? And it's got millions. Uh, I think Bob Iger's interview might have hit a hundred thousand uh, from a New York Times website that shows you uh, like how many people care. So, you know, the, of course, the access media is running out, going, uh, "Elon's in damage control." He doesn't give a fuck. You know how much money this guy has? He he doesn't. Give, a, he doesn't give a single fuck about that. No, there, I think it was, wasn't it UX right go. Who uh, posted a fucking the winning tweet? Is that the yourself or the posted? Uh, Elon Musk hasn't got fuck you money. Elon Musk has got go fuck yourself money. Yes, that wasn't me. <laughs> oh, that's true. Absolutely Can't remember true. Who it was somebody posted that and it was it was uh, absolute top top tweet that one. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was Lady Gravemaster. Lady Gra Lady, Lady G. Gravemaster. Hail. Lady G. Well done, Lady. Lady G. So what were the final uh viewing figures for uh this last episode, the Wild Blue Yonder of Doctor? Uh four point eight three overnight. Four point eight three million overnight. So it might extend out to like six million or something. Um, well, the consolidated on the first special were actually very high. It went from 5.08 to 7.61. Yep. So it, it did 2.6 million. So let's say this does 2.3 million. It should go up to around seven-ish. Okay. But if it goes up to around 7 million, that's still that going to be a drop-off of 600,000 people from the previous week. That's and... I'm not sure. Oh no! Yes, I am. No, no. That that would be individual people. Yes, that would be uh, individual accounts. It's the it's the other one. It's the plus four, which just counts anyone, anyone over and, and over again. Yeah, yeah everyone anyone and anyone over and over and anything. Um, record real BBC guys. <gasps> right My now. God. Yep. Right now. Thank it's you. Back to life. It's uh, no, as is still dead. This is an avatar. It's kind of, he's kind of like he's like Kiss now. He's like I'm AI. Yeah, he's AI as. <laughs> I'm a sit 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 simulation. Doctor, we hired. He'll go back to being dead this Friday. Damn right. And uh, <laughs> I might start an hour earlier just to piss you off. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stream over you then. Oh, I'm go streaming for it. I'm going to stream that hour. Oh, we'll dual no. stream. And then you can just be on. <laughs> yeah. Posted gym pictures at 3.30 a.m. I was like, man, yeah. that, that's FNT keeping you up, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah. No, yeah. the point oh. the point isn't to stay up, Mulder. The point is to have a break. That's uh-huh. what you said was it keeps you up. It keeps you up. I know. There was one day that Kara and I were texting you and you were like 4 a.m. coming out of the gym and I was like, isn't he supposed to be in bed? No, it's not for me to just go say, I'm just need a, I need a break. I ain't had a Friday fucking night just to do what the fuck I want in three and a half years almost. Am I allowed to have a little break? No. No, you could have just said that. That's what I did just say. <laughs> Yeah, That's now, now that you've been caught with the hand in the... I was going to say cookie He's jar. trying to retcon like, it uh, now. <laughs> the gym jar. Pre-made gym meals. Jar. Calorie control pre-made meals jar. jar. Right, mini, mini, mini. We got this at the con. It's got the thermos <laughs> in it and everything. Yeah. Is it an OG? Is it an OG? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's so cute. Melissa got it. So. Nice. Hell yeah. Oh, Baby. God. Do we want to talk about this? The, yes, we do. Do you want to find that video and share the video of the retailer? And this is, by the way, Mahler, to, this is entertainment. This is all of entertainment right now. This is, this is. Uh, I, I've always said that the comic industry has been somewhat of a proving ground for what's going to happen to the rest of it. But things happen. Like, it hit gaming before comics with, with Gaming Brigade. But, um, oh my God. We are, we are years o- away from, like, comic the comic industry crashing and you know retailers are starting to speak up it's a little late i wish they'd done this, this one? 4 years ago yes. yes uh this guy's kind of funny too he said peter parker <laughs> peter parker hit play most of these new writers don't have the love of comics like these older writers had um and all they care about is how can I put myself in the book? No, we don't care what you would do if you were Iron Man. We don't care who you are. You're writing Tony Stark. You're not writing yourself in a book. If that's the case, write your own comic with you in it. No one will read it because nobody cares. People people grew up, uh, uh, growing up loving Peter Parker, loving Miles Morales, loving all these Captain America. We don't need you to put your input in it. Just write Steve Rogers. Don't write Steve Rogers. What would Steve Rogers be if I was Steve Rogers? That's not how it works. But that's, again, how most of the, most of these new people write nowadays. That's why most of the stuff is shit. Because we don't care how you would, what you would do, because we don't care about your life whatsoever. Just write a book, get paid for what you do, get paid for what you're supposed to be doing, and make it a, a good story. Most of these new writers... And he's and he's not wrong, and he's triggered a bunch of people, and everybody he's triggered is the problem. Yeah, is absolutely the problem. Um, I'm gonna. I think Tug shared it. I, I don't think I'm blocked by Donny Cates, so I can probably find the tweet. Give me just a mo. Uh, and then there's Jamal Eigel too, who's a fucking idiot. So, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not blocked by Donny Cates. <laughs> yet so let's take a look uh i'm just reading his double down it was yesterday right let's sigh here i'll just bring up the screenshot that tug put in under my tweet and i'll give you the link uh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna wait for them to start saying we'll just close then. Yeah, 
<laughs> you know, really, really go full in on that. Okay, the store is called Comic Book Palace. Uh, and the guy's name is Glenn. So go shop at a store, please. Hey, Glenn. Uh, Larry's Comics said it's Glenn, Comic Book Palace. Okay, thanks, Larry's Comics. Uh, where in the F is there's the Tugs thing right there. Thank you, uh, that umbrella guy, for sharing this. I just couldn't find the tweet. He might have, Donnie's a coward, so he probably deleted it or whatever. But here you go, X Ray Girl, in the private chat. So this is one. This is one Donnie Cates who hasn't been around very much. Uh, according to Donnie, he got in a car accident, which uh, I'm sorry he got in. And he, and he healed up, and uh, he hasn't written any very much since, I guess. I don't really care because I don't read the new stuff. Uh, don't you guys hate how when you go into a hardware store, how the guy behind the counter always tells you how much hammers suck? Well, Donnie, uh, you know, uh, Jamal Eigel wanted to call this guy out about, like, not knowing about writing. Uh, this guy knows more about writing than you know about the comic book selling business, yeah. uh, the the business of selling your shit, uh, and most of the time, I would prefer you to shut the fuck up and write superheroes, fighting crime or doing whatever the fuck, or you know, right now it's just being gay. But um, if the if you had three entities making hammers and all those fucking hammers sucked. It is the duty of the guy selling the hammers to tell the people he relies on the customer because this is a comic store. So a comic store is yeah. usually in a neighborhood or a part of town, and he relies on two to 300 people that he sees, and, and a portion of them he sees every day, and this guy's been around for a long time. Long time. They become family. They become like friends. They become, you know, uh, the, the, the store becomes this meeting place. And you get close to these people. And you don't want to fucking lie to them. And right now, every retailer has to fucking lie to people because all of your shit across the board, for the most part, 99.9% .9 of it is shit. Is fucking shit. You know what? You know what? I, I could have so I sold a bunch of Superior Spider-Man. I could have sold more, but people ask me, what would you think of it? I'm all, I think it's trash. I think it's total trash. But here, you know, like a lot of speculators, a lot of guys said, well, I'm not going to read it anyway. I'm just buying it for the covers. Mm. That was 10 years ago. That was 10 years ago. I was just you know, by the way, if I were buying a hammer and the yeah. guy behind the counter says, don't buy the green hammer, buy the, buy the blue hammer. Blue hammer is great because and then starts talking. I'm not going to be like, bro, I didn't ask. I'm going to be like, uh-huh. Thank uh, you. Uh-huh. Thanks. Huh. Okay, blue hammer it but, is. <laughs> but it's, I mean, the the um, post by Donny Cates is, is fucking retarded because Donny's fucking retarded. Uh, and it's such a false equivalent. Uh, it, it's beyond fucking compare. So when you've got a writer that, that wants to compare selling comics to selling hammers, you know you're dealing with an absolute fucking dipshit. We have a situation where the people who are writing the comics, uh, remember, Gary, they don't think we're the customers. Nope. They, they think this guy here is the customer. So number one, they're shitting on their customers, according to them. But number two, as we all know, this is a guy who's facilitating their product to the customer. So we are ultimately the customer. We'll always be ultimately the customer. So when the guy who is selling that to the customer is saying something like this, 
is because the customer's coming in going, I don't want to buy these books on my pull list anymore because they're shit. And that's the feedback that he gets from the customer over and over. And then he gets Marvel sending him all kinds of fucking shit to stick on the shelves, which he knows as a retailer, he's not going to be able to shift. And then you have fucking ego wankers like Donnie and all that fucking brigade who shouldn't even be in fucking comics in the first place, half of them, telling people like this, this hardworking guy that can't sell your fucking product for shit, that he's fucking the problem or the customer's the fucking problem. These guys need to get out of the fucking buildings, get out of the houses and literally just walk into a hall of fucking mirrors. And everywhere you turn, take a fucking good look at yourself. Every fucking way. But your thing is, we know that they're not going to. We know that they're never going to look at themselves. They're never going to take stock of what they're doing. They're never going to take responsibility because ballless dicks like Donny Cates and all the other fucktards in the comic book industry are so scared of being cancelled, so scared of saying, uh, hey, guys, wh- why don't we just write good fucking stuff instead of having to push all this fucking garbage? Uh, in which case, you know, the Whisper Network gets on the fucking back. The Whisper Web Network that can't sell a fucking comic to save the fucking lives. And you get the position that you get with directors that's going on with Marvel right now. They're casting writers. Mags Visaggio getting the fucking prequel to uh, Rebel Moon comic. It, it's called... Is it, it, it's Transurance. It's Transurance. Boom, that's a great one. Is it because Mags is any good as a writer? No, they're fucking dog shit and they can't sell a fucking comic to save their life because that's why they have to go beg for fucking money on GoFundMe every other week because they're not making shit. And the first thing that he did, of course, is they went out on social media after begging for fucking money when they got this gig to brag. Ah, fuck you, haters. I've been given this comic to do. This comic, which ain't going to sell shit, ain't going to make me a fucking scrap of money, but it's about sticking it to the people. Fuck it. Did you see the last, the latest for Mags going out to LA in a couple weeks and needs a place to crash? Does anybody anybody want Mags to come over to their house? Dude, I, if, if I'm going anywhere near Mags, IRL, I want a fucking solicitor with me. <laughs> I want a fucking, I want a witness with me. I want a cameraman with me to record everything at all fucking times. I want to be live streaming it so I know exactly, everyone can see exactly where I am undoctored. I won't go near somebody like this. And not, not because for any other reason, then you know these are fucking scum. Yep. They are scum that will say anything, try anything, do anything. To, to, to ruin people's fucking lives. So don't have a go at this fucking hardworking guy. No disrespect to the guy, but he's, he's working in a comic store. I don't think this is guys making fucking billions of dollars or making millions of fucking dollars every year or even hundreds of thousands every year. He's making himself probably a decent or a half-decent honest wage, if that, at best. And you want to look down from your fucking ivory tower at these cunts? Hey, I, ivory tower in the room in their in their apartment with nine roommates and ten cats. Jeez, I know, yeah. but it's it's just it's this is just some that ivory the tower comes from that legitimacy of working for Marvel. They, they they think that that's the minute you're not working for Marvel, you aren't shit anymore. Your 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 tweets aren't going to get as liked. Donny Cates, Eric, Eric is more legit than yes. they'll ever fucking be. Yes. More legit because he's fucking making bank. The fact he's that he's making fucking bank. He is. 
and he's doing it on his own, and he's doing it the right way. Uh, the fact of the matter is, for the overall, for comic books, for the American superhero comic book, there are things you need. Unfortunately, you need something to drive sales for this to be healthy. Otherwise, more people are just going to go to manga. They just are. And, and that's already happened. But you need Marvel and DC to do well. You do. You, you need a big publisher to drive people to shops, to drive interest to websites, to drive interest to comics, and that helps the independent books. If this whole thing fucking dies, it dies. Now, there will be people who will be able to make it on their own, you know, in, in small pockets, but the overall interest in the American superhero comic or the American comic book is done. It's fucking done. And uh, we're, we're in the death throes. We're in the death rattle. And it's something that's all self-inflicted. Chuck Dixon said it. The, the American superhero comic book didn't die. It committed suicide. Yeah. So uh, we have the independents out there doing their thing. Good. But we still need things to turn around. They're not. By, um, uh, Marvel and DC are zombie subsidiaries right now. They don't make any money for their parent corporations at all. They're write-offs. They're loss leaders. They're IP farms. That's it. Yes. And, they're, and they're places so uh, they can virtue signal. Like, we made another character gay today. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, well, what, like, what, you mean like the doctor is now? Yeah. Did, did Neon tweet something about Pa Kent being at a drag show? Did I see that what? this morning? Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here, I'll find it. Hang on. Neon from uh, Clown. Hail Neon from Clownfish TV, by the way. Where's my boy Neon? There he is. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, there it is. Plot twist. That's Pa Kent. And that, and this is how Ma finds out. Here we go. I'll send, put the link. Wait, what? Uh, hang on. I'm putting the link. Putting the link. I Yeah. I don't know the context to it because I was in a car when I saw this. But uh, here you go. You can share that. I see uh, the Martian Manhunter has boobs. Wait, what? Jesus Christ. That... Hello, hello. Welcome to the best drag show in... <laughs> Dude, they're just doing this to piss me. Like, they don't care. They just want to burn it down. And I say at this point, let it happen. Uh, there are people who want to save it. Uh, I don't know if that's possible, but uh, and I know there's still some good people, but they're they're being it's the same as Hollywood. And, and we'll get to those fucking conversations while as dies for real this time. So I'll finish reading it. Hello, hello, and welcome to the best drag show in Smallville, the only drag show in Smallville. I'm your host, Goody Rickles. Today, we are serving French toast, bottomless mimosas and superhero realness. And that's pocket. Okay. <laughs> oh, we lost as officially. We lost as I, you know, I don't again. Well, I don't know cookie. the context of this. I don't know anything. I just saw it, and it's like I can believe it. I mean, look at Martian Manhunter with tits. So you know, As has died for real. I think As is really dead. I'm sorry. Um. But as his chair is with us, so <laughs> special guest star this episode, Hassan. I, 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 again, I don't know what it is, but fucking, uh, could you believe it? Yes. Uh, I mean, we just had Mystique 
uh, they retconned Mystique. So Mystique is was supposed to be the oh mother of Nightcrawler. Now Mystique is the father, and and Nightcrawler, uh-huh. and I'm not kidding, is a butt baby, a baby that came out of a butt. That wow. is Marvel canon. Uh, let it burn, let it burn, let it fucking burn. At this point. They're doing stuff to own the chuds. By the way, uh, Tom Sheridan, who wanted you to buy the gay Green Lantern book to own the chuds, uh, was sitting by himself most of con. I checked multiple times. Not a single person was talking to him. So it's not working IRL. It's not working IRL. That's just a damn shame. So uh, because... Bill Boyle from, from uh, here. Let's see if I can find this. Bill Boyle from Coliseum Comics. Uh, he came out and basically said, hey, this, you know, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase. <laughs> He's alive. I don't know. That could be anybody. <laughs> Are you okay, buddy? I just. <laughs> I'm gonna be down here for a bit, boys. Okay, it's all right. I understand. Be down here. I, I understand. You need to get like a setup down there. You have done this so much. You need, you need to get some... need a a sit to lay down desk. Uh, let's see. Let's go to. It, I'm sorry, we're gonna have to go to Bleeding Cool. Rich Johnson's a fucking retard, but uh, so is Heidi McDonald. So so are all the <laughs> journalists. Uh, the leech journalists from Heidi. Uh, the- I went around New York Comic Con asking the uh, writers and shit if they were comics gay. Heidi, I look like I've eaten too much McDonald's. Uh... Heidi, I look like I. Heidi, you can smell me from looking at a picture. Ew. Exactly. I'm on 50% of my regular 50% brain power, so I, I don't even know how I'm doing this right now. Here we they go. call that. 25%, I think. So I think it's called 25%. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing the math, Mahler. <laughs> the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, here's, the, here's the article I got. So, has, uh, how was pa- did pa Kent like his drag show? I don't fucking know. I, I don't even know if it's real. I just, I, I can believe it's real because we are in, we are still in the clown timeline. Uh, but I saw it this morning. I'm like, of course. Of course. Well, I mean, right after Mystique had a butt baby, or Mystique's uh, oh, was the father God. of butt baby Nightcrawler, because Nightcrawler is, by the way, Catholic. So that's probably why they, they did that. Most likely. Yep. Uh, so Rich Johnson is a fucking idiot, but we're going to read this. So Phil Boyle so- is not an idiot. Okay. Uh, owns a Florida chain of comic book stores, Coliseum Comics. I know him by name only. Uh, remember him from like Facebook groups and stuff. Uh, been around, knows what he's talking about. Okay, retailing wise, comic book store owners say the funniest things. Part one earlier this month, Phil Boyle, owner of Florida chain of comic book stores, Coliseum Comics, diagnosed the comic book industry ails. Phil Boyle criticizes Marvel and DC for retail hardships and comic pricing issues comic industry debate role of variant covers and their impact on sales yes yes the variants are definitely a problem but that you know it's been floating the industry for years for decades Uh, i do want to point out 
I've talked about this for a little over 10 years ago, 12 years ago. I got a, I got a, I will say panicked phone call from Derek Robertson. We were talking at the time. Uh, when he, when, when Spider-Man sales dipped under a hundred thousand dipped to 60,000 and it was, it was alarming, alarming. That was 12 years ago. Uh, it's still down there, by the way, and it's equally alarming. But at the time, not enough people were alarmed because there was variance. Things were still going pretty good. Uh, but it was all like a house of cards, right? And what made it so much worse was activism. Like, it was on its way down anyway, but activism was uh, was a big problem. Not enough retailers spoke up. We're hearing retailers speak up now. This should have happened Six years ago, not a couple years ago, six years ago, this should have happened. Um, so I, I, I just feel like, and and a lot of retailers didn't want to get involved because, like, look at what uh, this guy Glenn is going through now. And uh, somebody tried to call this out in uh, at the retailer summit in 2017, famously when he said people mm. are tired of the woke shit. And then David Gabriel from Marvel threw him under the bus. That's what David Gabriel does, though. Um, and said, well, God, you know, we tried to be diverse, but there's all these racist retailers. I'm paraphrasing what he said. And that quieted a bunch of people up. Um, I, I would tell my retailer brothers and sisters, the ones who are left, don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck what these people say. Um, and there's retailers who are completely, there's one right near me that is completely bought, bought into the woke shit to, to the point where I won't even set foot in that store anymore. I will never set foot in that store again. Uh, their stuff wasn't that great either. Uh, but, um, yeah, it, it's retailers could have stopped this. They, they are the one of the entities that could have stopped this in its tracks and didn't. Because there's also other re woke retailers that have been working behind the scenes, uh, doing a lot of things that are detrimental to the industry for very selfish reasons while pretending they're doing it for the good of the industry. No, no, they weren't. They weren't. They were doing it for the good of their comic store. Uh, and their politics, Brian Hibbs. Oh, did I say that out yeah. loud? I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm... I'm so sorry. Uh, comic industry debates, role of variant covers, blah, 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 retail suggestions, radical pricing model, and to sustain comic stores, industry veterans, and retailers discuss the changing landscape of comics. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. Challenging Marvel and DC Comics, he said, you've gutted an army of passionate retailers who've worked in the biz for decades to for close to poverty wages for in many cases to put such a system of advocates in every state and major city in America and around much of the world would cost a fortune but it happened organically to your benefit and in gratitude you've strip mined what little profit there was in favor of short-term goals and chasing corporate bonuses he saw the causes as pretty clear, the immediate sale and false bolstering of numbers through varying covers. By the way, that is false bolstering of numbers. And the comic industry is doing so well as uh, mm. they stopped reporting numbers. The numbers you're hearing are fiction. They're pure fiction. Now, the numbers you heard before were estimates. They, weren't the, they were not the reality because each individual comic store did not report their numbers for the most part. Uh, they were just... Units sold to comic stores from Diamond. We don't have that anymore, 
So whatever numbers you're hearing, completely fucking made up. Now, when it comes to graphic novels and the ISBN numbers, yes, those are probably somewhat accurate. But again, that's what's being sold to bookstores. Uh, and they're still estimates, right? But for the most part, it's just pure fiction now. We, we have no idea what's selling to what. Uh, but yes, what was bolstering those numbers was variance. And if you, for those of you who don't know, it's selling the same comic book over and over again to the same person. So you get five variant covers, seven. Uh, what was the most we saw as? Oh, uh, wow. Uh, so some have got into the 20s and 30s. 20s and 30s covers. of the same comic book. Mm. Of the same comic book. Uh, famously, the Star Wars book that came out in 2015 that everybody said sold a million copies, uh, a bunch were sold to Loot Crate uh, and counted as sales. Counted as sales. That, that didn't get into people's hands. Uh, care, okay, that, so it says the immediate sale and false bolstering of numbers through variant covers, convoluted events, and incessant reboots left the considerations of the fans behind. Character swapping, gender bending, and changing sexual orientation of beloved characters fell flat with the Wednesday Warriors who supported the industry for decades. The it crowd, shocks me. The, the, this should, well, Jamal Igel says the, these comic retailers are not changing with the times. Is changing um, with the times alienating all of your customers and not selling comic books? Well, yeah, changing with the times is uh, going from making money to not making money. Ah. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you can make your own determination on whether you think this is bigotry or not. But I don't think people whose businesses rely on making money want to not make money because some fucking clown in DC or Marvel wants to take a beloved character and go, hey, let's make him gay this week. Yep. Let's just fucking get rid of decades and decades of characterization, lore, but we want to get ourselves in an article on Bleeding Cool, so we are going to make them gay and pop a, pop a rating, not rating, but pop a, a, a bit of media uh buzz which doesn't translate in any capacity to sales and our count uh comic will be cancelled uh presently but that's worth destroying a character with decades worth of history over bigot bigot oh and and you know rich is will probably get there i've been saying this this article's a couple weeks old but wanting to get to it um and changing sexual orientation of beloved characters fell flat up with the Wednesday Warriors who support the industry for decades, who have supported the industry for decades. The crowd of new readers the changes were meant to attract didn't translate to a one-for-one -one swap. It didn't translate. <laughs> Nobody read it. It didn't translate to any sales, leaving a declining customer base. I never knew Golden Age Green Lantern and Iceman had so many devoted and uh, in transit fans gender swapping doesn't seem to be a thing either not with comics at least there are more characters but original characters are still around and in most cases still have their own books that means uh uh that's been the same since the introduction of batgirl supergirl the um spider woman uh we constantly have to foc an issue that's final order cutoff final order cutoff is uh yeah i don't know how it is now Pencils without down. diamond <laughs> 
Uh, final order cutoff oh. is something you do two <laughs> weeks before you send in your final order so you can adjust your orders to the customer's needs. Right. I thought that was when your book gets fucking cancelled after 10 oh, issues. That's what it means now, probably. <laughs> Are they still talking about Scotty Young shit? This, this is fucking 10 years. It's been going on for 10 years. Scotty Young did variant covers. Uh, FOC final order cutoff was brought into direct market as a result of class action suit led by Brian Hibbs in 2022 because Marvel was fucking around. Uh, I actually got money from that lawsuit that I probably shouldn't have got. Should have gone to the previous owner, but I got 600 bucks from it. And then all major publishers to allow retailers to change their orders closer to shipping date, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, which was a good system. Uh, I have to say with an objective point of view that compared to the 90s, held it as golden age for sales. Modern comic uh, book artwork is was leagues ahead, but Phil has more. Uh, the uh, I... Hmm. I don't know if I agree with that. I think with some stuff, sure. But uh, the characters are iconic for a reason. The movies never got traction until they learned, leaned into the uh, what made the characters decades-long success. Change is good for the story, but inevitably, by the way, what was said before, I think, was Rich chiming in going, well, this, there was never a lot of Iceman fans and uh, Golden Age Green Lantern fans. There was actually a lot of Iceman fans, you, you fucking idiot. I talked to a lot of them. There was tons of Iceman fans. Not anymore. Okay, but all right, let's let's play devil's advocate for a second then. Sure. And let's say Alan Scott, Green original Green Lantern Alan Who they Scott. Made a long time ago, by the way. That was Well, yeah. you say a long time ago, yeah. Ten yeah. years or so. Yeah, yeah. A decade or so. But you, people people are sick and tired of just seeing characters. Seeing characters that have been one way for decades, altered and changed because you as a company, want to do something progressive. Why did he why did he have to do that to Alan Scott? Why couldn't you have just created another Green Lantern, another character, made them gay? Because everybody knows that they can't <clears throat> do anything original. And they wouldn't and, and the, the writing has certainly been of such a poor quality with a lot of these fucking books, because they're hiring poor quality writers, that they have to hijack other characters in just some vain effort to get some sort of sales out of it. That's the, that's why people are getting sick of this fucking shit. And now it's spreading into much more mainstream characters because the Alan Scott change and the Batwoman change from the mid two thousands has led to things like Tim Drake, Jonathan Kent, Aqualad, all of these just being fucking changed. Gay, 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 gay. It's fucking so unoriginal and boring and how the fuck are it's you going to attract trope. new fucking readers? It, it hasn't worked, and they keep doing it. And this here, well, we'll get into Rich Johnson being disingenuous. This is like... Uh, of course he is. He's just a piece of shit. He's always been a piece of shit. Uh, I have to say, with an objective body... Okay, blah, blah, blah. The characters are iconic for a reason, says Phil Boyle. The movies never got traction until they leaned into what made the characters decades-long success. Uh, change is good for story, but inevitably you need to touch base with what brought them. Gender swaps, sexual orientation changes, and outright changes to who's in the suit are short-term headline grabbers, but without long-term sales, with very few exceptions, and he's not wrong. They'll come out and go, "There's oh man, uh, they passed the mantle for to Captain America down to Sam Wilson in the comics. Yeah, and it was canceled. Yeah. All this shit cancels. It's always short term. You always bring back your main character. 
Uh, that's why Peter Parker has lasted for decades. Tony Stark, the X Jane Foster, Ironheart. You know, you go through the whole fucking list of them. Every yeah. single one. Are they going to be around in fifty years? No. no. Uh, here's Rich Johnson's retort to to that. Man, Alan Scott and Bobby Drake are really getting a lot of attention, aren't they? Well, what about Tim Drake? What about all of Can the other canceled after ten issues? Cancel, yes. Jonathan Kent. Cancelled after 19 issues. All the other characters they've made bisexual. All the gender swapping they've done. Uh, Bounding into Comics stopped making the list a couple of years ago, but there's a massive list. I think I had mm -hmm. Lady Gravemaster work on it of all the, the gender and race swaps. It's fucking huge. It is a huge say, list. Out of curiosity with this, like it's, it's not just this passing of the torch, changing of the sort of primary guard, right? It's also that it's really badly done. Yes. Yeah, because it's... You know, on. like, pa passing the shield to Falcon, it's like, is that impossible to work? It's like, I guess not impossible. Like, they could have done a hell of a lot if better. Falcon Winter Soldier was awful. Yeah, if they gave him the superhero serum and made him... Get, that, you know, oh, drop, yeah, that would make a lot... Drop the wings. About that. Drop the wings. Yeah. Character, like, like, watching the show, Falcon doesn't deserve the shield. No, That's no, like, no. And in the comics, they gave it to Bucky uh, Mahler, and it really worked. Like, fans were like, I'm cool with Bucky being Cap now. I remember um, Walker, he's dealing with a hell of a lot. You know, his friend's just been killed in action. Mm -hmm. And then they come to him where he thinks they're friends, and then they break his arm and steal the shield. Yes. And that it's worked, a very, too. very bizarre scene. Like and John Walker did nothing, nothing wrong. wrong. And it worked. And John mm -hmm. Walker worked in the comics. But we all knew, like, Cap was coming back. Like, that was part of it. Right, because so, that, that's why these stories are, are, are told. These are stories that are literally created to make you hungry for the original character to return. Yep, it make you. That's miss the them a designation bit. of those stories. Uh -huh. Reign of the Superman, Azrael Batman. They were all designed for you to get excited, anticipated for the return of Clark Kent, for the return of Bruce Wayne, Batman, and and the the change. Is not it is not superficial, which is what they're doing now. For them, change is gay, white, yep. black, uh, female, black. That's but no change should be. We need to to rock the boat with the character. With we the need character. to do something which rocks the character off their axes for them to get back on kilter after this story's been been told. And maybe as a ramification of that story, something has been altered. Maybe irrevocably altered, maybe uh, altered to the degree that it's going to take a long time to fix. But that's what those stories are about. They're not those superficial ones. What do you do now with Tim Drake? He's broken. He's had 30 years, and now he's just fucking gay. And then they brought his own comic out, and it was Tim Drake gay. You're not Tim Drake, Robin, because that's all you'll ever be defined as. Jonathan Kent is just on the phone in fucking having cutesy-wootsy... Here, here's my pink-haired fucking Japanese twink boyfriend telling me to fucking send him nudes and shit. It's like, what the, f what the fuck are you going to do with those characters, you fucking idiots? They're gone. They're broken. You can never fix them. Nope. There's a point in no return. Uh, and, I mean, it's, it's hilarious. Like, Rich Johnston, I mean, you're free to do it, but calling out Phil Boyle on how to sell comics is fucking hilarious. Uh, but his big one, uh, but his big one, and this one well, I really hey. do see is discount shipping. Bigger, di what was that? This big one, you said this big one. I oh, went yeah, right, yeah, hey. yeah. Uh, yeah. and um, 
He mentions that Phil has a plan that's weirdly seems reminiscent of Mark Millar's plan. It's it, dude. It's something some retailers and many others have brought up for fucking years. You need to make it cheaper. You need to, comic books got too expensive. You need to make them cheaper, especially when they're filled with ads. Uh, they're taking longer to come out, uh, and it, like th- there was a lot of reasons they they went. It was cheaper to print in Canada. and There's a lot. I don't want to get in the weeds on this, but they needed to make comics cheaper. And unfortunately, the corporate model does not allow that. There is no dialing shit back in the corporate model. Now, if it was still an entity, privately owned entity, yes, you could, but not with the corporate model. They, they don't like backtracking. They don't like uh, contraction. That's bad for the stockholders. Uh, so... Uh, without some immediate action, Bill says, I see 25% of the retail stores closing by the end of the first quarter of 2024. A number we still don't have, by the way, but it's it's around 2,000 in the in the country. Um, and I, I, I believe, no, I know you still need comic stores. I also believe that uh, I like, I love the fact that comic, uh, independent comic creators could go direct to the customer. Direct to the customer. I think that's great too. I also think comic books should get their ass back into 7-Elevens and grocery stores and they've tried and it, it's it's because that ship has sailed it's too late it's just too late but uh you know i was in um the little newsstand but you guys still buy magazines over there in europe way more than we do right uh i saw shonen jump i saw metal horlant i saw a lot of manga stuff not a single thing from the American comic book industry. Last time I was in the UK, which was 20 years ago, saw tons of shit. Tons of, of American uh, Gary. comics. Yep. Gary, Gary. Yeah. You, you were in the UK a few weeks, a couple of months back. That, that's what I said. I said I was in. You, last said, time I was in the UK, 20 years ago. No, I said a couple of months back, I noticed there was a lot of manga and Shonen Jump. And then before that, <laughs> previous that, dude, I'm also tired. Why are you fucking with me right now? 20 years before that. That's what we do. 20 years before that, I saw American comic books all over the place, and they're not there anymore. I went to uh, some comic stores in the UK, and uh, yeah, a lot of trades, not a lot of new floppies. Uh, So you still need comic stores. And there's a lot of responses, but one of Brian Hibbs' responses to this is he doesn't believe the culture war has anything to do with this, which is just... Well, he's a knobhead, so he's yeah. Uh, Brian doesn't know how to drive. Brian doesn't only leaves San Francisco when he's on a business trip. He's in the San Francisco bubble. He admits this, but he knows dick about the rest of the country, middle America, uh, the working man, the working woman, and you know what? Most creators know dick about that too. But that's your fucking audience that you drove away. Comic books were a blue collar working man, working woman hobby because it's affordable. It was the one thing fun I could afford when I was delivering auto parts, making next to nothing. Well, D- Donny Coates has summed it up perfectly. The moment you start to look down yep. at your audience, you've already fucking lost. Because because you think you're better than them. When you think you're better than the people who fucking buy your product, good luck. Good luck keeping them, because that will shine through as it shines through clearly from all these people who are so out of touch so unbelievably out of touch it's unreal but that's what happens when you get in a bubble yeah and, and but brian admits 
um, that like the sales are affected even in like super liberal San Francisco. But get you know, it's, it, which it is. Uh, but I sold comic books in San Francisco to people, and they would, f- and and right. some of my old customers have contacted me and said they hate this fucking shit. They hate well, it. I, yeah, there's that. Also, just because you put a gay comic out in a gay fucking environment doesn't mean that that gay person wants to buy the comic. No, because they want to read about... They might not be remotely interested in fucking comics. Because gay people are interested in comics for the same reason straight people are and women are. They want good characters, human beings to relate to and have fun with, and they're supposed to be fun. And and uh, and seeing a, a drawn version of a bunch of a couple of twinks sitting down and tweeting each other, or, oh, or fucking uh, messaging is is not fun. It's not dynamic. Uh, I want to see the Fantastic Four taking on Galactus. Can, w- can we get that? I want to see Superman taking on Brainiac. Maybe can, can we get that, maybe, please? Maybe quite a few gay people aren't as superficial as you think they are. Uh, most- maybe these superficial changes which is made for superficial people who probably more often than not don't even buy shit. They don't. Because they're that superficial. That's what you get. You get no fucking sales. You get comic shops going out of business left, right, and center. Meanwhile, the people that actually had money were interested in these characters, had big pull lists for decades. You've told them categorically to fuck off and they did you've told them categorically that they need to get with the times and they don't want to get with the times because the modern audience is the same fucking audience it's just an audience you want to rebrand that's all you they don't want to fucking rebrand you can stop sharing extra girl no they don't and i i got news for you comic creators the times have changed and shit you could have gotten away with Back in 2016 and 2017, uh, you can't anymore. People are sick of it. They see the pandering. This has turned into a trope. It's, it's, it, you're not, it, it, we talked about this with Doctor Who. What worked about Rose, the new Rose? What didn't work about the new Rose? What works about Captain Jack? Captain Jack's a, a character, a fully it, fledged yes. character yeah. mm-hmm. uh, with needs, wants, desires. And uh, and and motivations and a, and a character arc and not just oh he's pansexual, and gay. And that's why it worked and he became one of the most popular characters. New Rose was just there for identity, and that's all this this pandering has been. And it's just to earn a few bonuses to look good because publishing doesn't make money for these giant corporations. It's so insignificant they haven't even gotten around to cutting it yet. Yeah, it, it's it's an oh IP God, farm. You're, you're absolutely fucking right. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's oh it's yeah, nothing. It, yeah. It's so it's so fucking down the fucking list, and it's a harsh reality. When uh, God, was it Losers Row? What did, were you with this X-ray girl? For what part? For at, at, at LA Comic Con, the aisle Tim Sheridan was at was that failure. What what did they? No, what? I wasn't there for that. Oh. But uh... it's like failure lane. So somebody came up with it. I, I again, I'm tired. But they they called it failure lane because it was empty and it's all these former big names, quote unquote big names from 2017. Uh, Aubrey Citizen was right next to to Sheridan, and there's like nobody fucking there. And uh, yeah, oh. it was failure row. 
uh, in the meantime, I think I know which lane you're talking about. Too. Yeah, losers lane, <laughs> losers lane. That was that's what it was. Losers <laughs> lane, of broken dreams. Boulevard of broken dreams. Uh, meanwhile, like uh, independent artists who were just drawing prints, their shit was packed. Uh, people were buying stuff. There was cosplay. It was like a normal comic con. Comic books were selling. You know, LA Comic Con's not not as big as San Diego or anything, but uh, yeah, it's over, Johnny. It's over, and you know when when you have Rich Johnson like calling out Phil Boyle or fucking Mark Millar or Heidi McDonald calling out Mark Millar, shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Ugh. Jealousy. They're lucky that someone like Mark is too classy. No, they simply to, to, to retort to that. They have turned thing. on Mark because Mark will talk to everybody. Mark, Mark is Mark is a nice guy. He's also a businessman, and he also knows he, he's he won't compromise his product. He won't compromise his product or his principles for some little blogger in a whisper network who's been ruining lives for years. God, I hope those. Uh, I hope that comes out someday, man. The, the 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 bullshit that goes behind the scenes is so freaking. It is it is it is gear than my wife's salon from San Francisco. It is the cattiest shit you've ever seen, and it's oh, always kind of been like that. But there's always been jealousy and envy between comic creators, but the, they were in competition, so that's kind of normal. But um, just outright canceling people because somebody talked to somebody you didn't like is. Like mean girl stuff, except the girls are actual dudes. So I, you know, at this point, you know, at least today, <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. It's crazy, uh, and an industry that I I loved. I loved, and you know what? I wanted to go back to someday. My I always held this hope that you know I'll go you know quietly in my old age, own a comic store, have fun again. Uh, I wanted to I, own a cafe. Cafe that had video game section, comic section, you know. A, I I want. I wanted a movie theater. I wanted to get a movie theater and have a comic store in front, and then you know we pay play you know old serials and superhero films for a buck in the back. Mm. Go get some popcorn, read a comic. That's what I wanted. That was my that dream. Uh, I I don't want any part of this. I don't want any, unless somebody comes in and fixes it, and that'd be nice. That would that would be my desire is it gets fixed. That's my desire. Uh I don't know if I can, but um I don't want anything to do with this shit. Uh, it's a terrible thing to say, but I had the most well-timed relapse that got me out of that industry in 2013, wow. right on fucking time. It's like get the fuck out. Uh, Sometimes things happen for a reason. You know Gary. who's been on fire lately is our boy Zach. Some of his best videos have come out in the last couple of weeks. It's like old school diversity in comics. Uh, and uh, I highly recommend you go watch some of these videos on this very subject. On this very subject. Uh, because he's been on point. He's been really on point. And in the meantime, our boy uh, Eric mm. doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. My order shipped, by the way. Big oh, thank you to the, uh, to the Ripperverse crew. I've been, yeah. I've been rocking Ripperverse shirts like the weekend everyone has. <laughs> I love it. Well, they actually contacted me today, uh, saying that uh, we're shipping your order, but we just want to check: is your is your like t-shirt size correct now? And I was like, well, actually, I have gone down a size since 
And then, so they actually amended all of the uh, the clothing to be a size It was Kara. Kara did it. No. It, oh, what is, it could have been Kara. Okay. Well, uh, hey, it was Brandon that contacted us. We're also going to do some giveaways because uh, I accidentally, <laughs> I meant to order three sets and I ordered six sets of a really expensive one. So I'm going to, you guys will benefit. <laughs> And I didn't want to call Eric and go, I accident because I boomered the cart thing, right? I did it twice. And I wasn't going to go, could you give me a <laughs> refund? I'm like, I can't do that. So Eric uh, got some extra money from me, and uh, and a uh, somebody out there will benefit because I will give it away. Give it away so you can so you can read it. And then you can tell us your favorite part of AlphaCore. Hail Chuck Dixon, by the way. Mm. Hail Chuck Dixon. Yeah. Uh, love that guy, man, so much. Big time. Big time, uh, but holy crap! It's it's amazing to see what Eric's doing, and I I haven't checked my email. I'm sure I'm getting mine, mine hasn't soon. sent yet, but soon. CGC's just not ready yet, but everything else is shipped. Gotcha. Mm. Let me see. Let me check. I'm not live. Hi, Mahler. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm here. Don't worry. Oh my god! <laughs> I haven't checked my email in a day. You playing Dark Souls? He is playing no. Dark Souls, and that's okay. <laughs> I'm not playing it. You got me on Steam, would you? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Wow. You guys Who's aren't friends, that? officially friends then. Absolutely yours. I blame you. <laughs> <gasps> How dare you? Oh my gosh. You're right, Gary. Um, I'm looking for my. <laughs> no. He's checking his order. He's <laughs> like, has it sent yet? I'm checking shit, my order. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I got to notice that it, it is it's starting to today, but I haven't gotten my ship. I'm not worried about it. I wouldn't. I know I will get it. You you will get it. I know I will get <laughs> sure. it. I know I will get it. Um, while I still have brain power, let's get to super chats. Let's get the super chats. It's been an amazing show. Thanks everybody out there. Record for, show for my uh. For my 25% brain power, thanks to Mahler's math. Uh, still a little higher than normal. I'm working on 50% of 50. 50%. 50%. <laughs> 60% of the time, it works all the time. It works all the time. Uh, but thanks for being here. Kara well, uh, uh, is asking something in the chat. Do I need to pull strings, Gary? No, 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 no. Get get it to everybody else first. I want no special treatment at Gary's all. Gary's like that. No, 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 Soma has no depth. Bilbus Bungleton. No, oh, that's just the people who do reviews of Soma that trigger me. That's what that's trying to remind <laughs> me. How dare you? I don't even know what I just read, but uh, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? L Wings Secret Garden for $20 says, rest in peace, as. So glad you are keeping the show alive in his memory. The pronouns can't hurt you anymore, sweet prince. <laughs> <laughs> it's boring. 
My my pronouns are was were now. Was, Did you? <laughs> oh, X-ray girl, could you find that that tweet? We were laughing our asses off from Friday Night Tights, the ghost of As. Could you find that? Oh, yeah. Do you know what oh, we're talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. God, that one is uh, good. If I don't know need, if I can find it. Here, I can find it. <laughs> you can read some soups in the meantime, you if you want. Some. Yeah, you go. Uh, I'll, I'll read go, all the RIP As ones. Curtis yeah. Hart for four ninety nine says, "As you live." It's a miracle. Uh, Gary's Beard Crabs for $5 says, RIP as. I can't believe he's gone. Sometimes no. it's like I can still hear his voice. Hail the 199, <laughs> the fellowship and ban Jay. Oh, yes. poor Jay. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ban Jay for sure. I mean, AI as did a as rant so well, we put the right keywords in. You know? mm. mm -hmm, that rant was fire. Uh, Thousand Axe for $5 says he's alive as has been resurrected. Hi, as. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Scottish nerd for 10 British pounds says RIP as he shall be missed. I'm sure he would have appreci appreciated you starting FNT an hour earlier in his memory. Uh, we, we did. We did. Mm. And as was so happy about it, too. Mm. <laughs> uh mm. keith muscleman for 4.99 hail wanted to give you a little to spread the joy ahead of my b-day tomorrow happy early birthday happy birthday here it is uh, i got it so there's there's two things i put in the the mystique butt baby first oh god and then uh then the as tweet okay um the rest of the super chat says also waiting to hear back from my new job job so wish me luck as has risen Oh Good my luck. god. Good luck. Make lots of money, kick ass, take over the business. So this is uh Mystique's mother giving birth to Nightcrawler and somebody decided to trace out like exactly how it was going. <laughs> Somehow she still has her pants on, but they are yes. delivering a butt baby. <clears throat> yeah. A butt baby. So wow. I, I'm sort of trying to work out how this operates because if, if if Mystique turned into a man, it'd be her girlfriend that was impregnated. So no, Mystique, so, so Mystique's the father of Nightcrawler now. That's the thing. But uh, no, because yeah. wait, oh shit! So that's right. So that's oh for fuck's sake. So the girlfriend is giving right, birth out of right. her ass or whatever the way that that, that you know. I'm sure you can. I guess you can give birth like that. I don't know. That's not how my wife gave birth. Oh, so. right. So um, if, if Mystique, if Mystique can change to actually have the full biology and working function of a male, then she just has to change into Galactus to be Galactus. Yep. I don't know about the mass. There might be. Actually, they brought that up in the Doctor Who episode. Venom. Why is Mystique chunky in the middle, too? She looks like she's pregnant. I know. She, yeah, she looks like she's pregnant or she's had too many donuts. Uh, body positivity. We need women in STEM. I've lost fucking track at this point. It's, uh, it's all shit. It's all shit. Don't buy it. Buy Alpha Core. Yeah. It's really confusing. Okay. Back, back Graham Nolan. Back Kelly Jones. Save yeah. your money for Yaira. Then on Sunday, oops. So here is uh here's a clip. This is funny as hell. I love that Grace Randall's in there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> then on Sunday, 
at 2.30 p.m. why 99% of movies today are garbage. Should shout out some of the people who are going to be on the panel. You, Gary, uh, Verbal Riot Show, that's Dante James, Ing the Merciless, Alan Ing, Holly from, La- Holly from Latino <laughs> Slam, X-Ray <laughs> Girl is going to do a panel, so, uh, along with uh, um, uh, Anna, that Star Wars girl, Danica, Thomas the Girl 19, and uh, yeah, and uh, our buddy Ramesh, he's going to be on a panel. He was on our panel at San Diego. Ramesh is awesome. Ramesh is great. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah. I love the quacking. Uh, check, uh, yeah. On Sunday. Why is he quacking? Boring. That's Boring. So fucking funny. We had a good laugh. Blood. Legion of Memers. Hail. Uh, Neil Horn for 1999. Hail the real BBC. I saw Godzilla and came away with this observation. It was great and will succeed because of male energy. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Can we please go back to this mystique thing? (laughs) Let me finish this this, uh, super chat and we'll do just that. Okay. Uh, Because of male energy. Yes. Absolute yes. The themes of duty, responsibility, overcoming fear, and love of family are center stage. Disparu correctly pointed out that these are values that the uh, over there in Japan and in the East, they still value. That's very why important. It, it's very important. That's why it's pretty normal, and you'll see it in a lot of their storytelling, and it's stuff that we've completely abandoned, so that's why we are now gravitating over to their storytelling, and it will continue to grow uh, if they stick with it. Okay, as go back yes. to the Mystique thing. <laughs> well, you, we don't need to put the picture up, but um, I really don't. No, how how is this going to sell? Oh, under thirty thousand. Uh, under oh, no, no, sorry, under twenty thousand. What, what, what I mean to okay, sorry. No, let me be more specific. This is not going to boost sales for this whatsoever. no night nightcrawler is my second favorite x-men fuck them forever for doing this so this is this is for no other reason than to vandalize nightcrawler yep this this is who is in charge of of your characters this is in charge of putting the books out to the comic stores that they can't fucking sell um so you're donny cates and all your other fucking penises who are fucking trying to have a go at this guy. He's been given shit, which is going to rot on his shelves. And they want to play fucking pious and change with the times. You are purposely vandalizing your industry, purposely setting fire to it. And none of you, not one of you is a single fucking testicle to take any responsibility. No, and, and I agree with uh, a lot of people on Twitter's assessment is because he was Catholic, and they're just the yes. low-hanging fruit. Now, I am not a Catholic. I am not a Christian, but I can certainly see that it's happening. Go do that with a Muslim character. Oh, they won't. Yeah, turn a Muslim into a suicide bomber or something. See how that goes down. Yeah, you know, that's that's the whole point of it, you know, uh, just consistency. Uh, so that's, that's a form of bigotry, by the way. Well, that's it, not a form. It is bigotry. It is bigotry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I love, uh, as a young dad working six days a week who doesn't hang out with his friends too much anymore. That's, that's a young dad thing. You find out who your friends are. 
-hmm. through this young dad phase, by the way. I love these live streams as it takes me back to hanging with the bros, passing around the blunt, and talking about nerd stuff. Thanks to you all. And that's from Collector Clout for 50 Canadian pesos. Hail. Uh, if they're your bros, they'll be around. But you got to spend time with that kid and the wife, yeah. and uh, that's important. And your true bros will understand that, okay? Family first. Family first. <laughs> Smoo the DJ has gifted five nerdrotic memberships for $25. Smoo! What's up, buddy? Thanks, pal. Uh, Lover of Green for $20 says, Iger literally blamed Captain Marvel 2 failures on the coof he did mm. and the lack of executives, which even has every creative in Hollywood, some who work for him, going, what the fuck did you just fucking say? I love that David Ayer roasted him on Twitter. That, that was awesome. It's like, yeah, that's all we need is, a, is some middle management to tell us what to do in between every scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the coup made the, the Marvels first, good. Huh? It made the Marvels good. Yeah. yeah. That would have made the Marvels good. Do you agree, Molly? Bob Iger on set telling everybody where to go and what to do. would have been yeah. great. Mm -hmm. You should have uh, been what in the movie. You should have been Captain cat. Marvel. You, they should have had executives. Well, uh, the way he framed it, he follows it up, Mahler. Was saying, and that affected all of our other stuff too. And Marvel has been most effective. So you just blamed every failure on the coof and the shortage of executives. <laughs> I don't get that. I do. I, it's it's Bob Iger. He's a fucking liar. He's full of shit. I said that in the panel too. By the way, I said we all know that Bob Iger's just full of shit. He's full I mean, of. He shit. He was never gonna say we're really shit at making stuff. Yep. He's never gonna say that. So get this, I guess. You get this. And then Elon comes out and tells him to go fuck himself, which is God, beautiful. Do you know how many times I've listened? I've listened to that like 20 times. It's <laughs> so good. This should be a oh, clip. Fuck yourself. It should be a clip. Uh, did I make myself clear? I hope so. Hey, Bob. <laughs> hey, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the coof has been over for most Americans since 2022. Uh, mask mandate lifted uh, February of 2022. It seems like years ago, but that's it's not that long ago. Year and a half, year, eight months, nine months now. I'll never forget. Yeah. They lifted the mask, mask mandate the week I moved to Texas and left California. Thankfully, I had a gym who didn't give a shit. Uh, but Iger can't take the hint. Elon Musk said it best. To these weirdos, go fuck yourself. I agree. Uh, Danish bacon. Is Danish bacon good? Yeah. Yes. Delicious. It sounds delicious. Uh, for 1,000 Danish Krona. Hail. Mm. You get lots of bacon with that. Take a, a hike, Bob. Merry Christy Mac, everyone. Uh, looking good as always. Oh, looking good as always, X-ray girl. Thank you. Soup. Uh, hi, as <laughs> Mahler. Uh, the best Christmas gift for uh, for me would be you making a full review of the Marvels, please. That would be really great if that, Marvel that if Mahler be. did that. Listen, we got a couple things cooking. Okay, hopefully we can get you something for Christmas. Ooh. Marvel's got things. Uh, Marvel, sorry, Mahler. Mahler has things cooking that are really fucking cool. So, you guys, just wait. Mm -hmm. You're going to get some high-quality Mahler stuff that will be 
far more artistic, creative, and entertaining than most everything from Woke Hollywood. No, everything from Woke Hollywood. No, everything. Everything. No, everything. I sit corrected. Yes. How dare you? I might know <laughs> what some of it is, and you will be very happy. You will be very happy. No pressure, Mahler. Uh, Lord Baratheon for forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> Thoughts on the boys season four trailer? Well, Mahler and I had a little chitty chat about the, the trailer itself. I uh, don't care. Don't care. <laughs> don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a tweet the other day that Mahler pointed out to me when they announced the Mexican boys. What was that tweet, Mahler? What did it say? It was something along the lines of, wait, the boys has become everything it was making fun of. Yes. And then you told me, <laughs> can you want to say it? Well, yeah, just it's kind of annoying hearing like talking points said now that had been said years ago. It's mm-hmm. just uh, everything's catching up, I guess, which, you know, there's pros and cons to that in a lot of ways. It's just kind of annoying. It's just like, hello. Oh, yeah. Point this out for ages. Phil Boyle's saying something about comic books that uh, people have been saying for many years, many, many years. Uh, Elon Musk told Bob Iger to do something we've been telling Bob Iger to do for many years. <laughs> and Glenn, you know, no disrespect to lovely Glenn in the comic yeah, Glenn, shop. Yeah. Stuff we've been saying for years. Uh, What's up? We got a diversity in the back. I'll bring him I'm in. wondering if he heard what we said. He probably just yeah, wants he... to go <laughs> yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob. Quarter <laughs> yeah. black oh magic. Quarter black magic. That was beautiful. Thanks, Quarter buddy. Black magic. Uh, he is magic. He edited that video so fast, and we were like. I was in a hotel room. I had a time limit. I felt like I had handcuffs on. And uh, and I'm going, and I, I watched that Bob Iger interview three times. It was infuriating. I know. We were just about to play video games together. Aww, and, and I ruined it. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's twice Good. in a row. QBG's been taken away. <laughs> Well, I mean, as has been trying to steal all of the uh, nerd rock. I know, right? I take, I take you, I take you on a Sunday night for for a couple of three hours. Like Sunday, it's not in Sunday night here. It's and in the middle you're, of the damn you're day. You're all your streams, not not like I'm well, making could, money off oh, your back. Forbidden Frontier will return next week. That was just the con. Everything else, my fault. But this yes. week or next week? Uh, this coming Sunday. What week this coming is this? Sunday or? This coming Sunday, whatever this coming Sunday is, coming all over Sunday. Wow. Like Bendis is coming. I will be doing that. Oh, Bendis is coming to fuck up your franchises. Fuck up your franchise. Studio 22 podcast for $50. By the way, it was nice meeting you. (laughs) Hey, gents and lady gent. Uh, It was great to see y'all at LA Comic Con, and I even got to meet Exodus Agoo. Your panels were classic. And it brought some amazing reality checks. Levity to the con. Danica is actually in our film, The Resort. She's the best. Much love. Love, Danica. Compa Girl 19 is the real deal. She's cool people. She doesn't give a fuck uh, what people say to her. She does, uh, she'll talk to who she wants to talk to. 
and she is very cool. She'll be back too. She'll mm-hmm. be back too. She's working on her Akira thing. I can't wait to see what goes on. She just got back from Japan. She hung out in Japan for a little while. I know Az wants to go to Japan. We yeah. all want to go to Japan. You all have fun. You all have a good time over there. You weebs. Why don't you want to go to Japan? I don't want to be in a plane for 17 hours. Look, dude, if you're going to crash, you might as well crash one hour in, 17 hours in. Nobody, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't know. If you go to Japan, I might go. Well, my wife's going to go, whether I go or not. So she'll be hanging out with you. Oh. Well, I've been saying is we should go to Japan and then you meet up with us afterwards when we well, go to Australia. There's some pretty good megaliths in Japan that we could check out the <gasps> Forbidden Frontier. There's like really, really old, crazy. Oh, hell ones. yeah. So, yeah, I might go. Get on. us to 100K on Nerdrotic anyway. Live. Uh, to do theory, that. Is this Theorio God of Rage? Did I get that yeah. right? For yeah. $100. Hail. Much love to all of you, even though I often feel a bit broken. All of you help keep, uh, uh, help me keep it pushing. I genuinely respect and appreciate all of you. Cheers. Right back at you. Mm. Even when we don't agree on something, even you as, uh, bet or no bet, keep inspiring and rage on. Well, that was the beauty of the panel and and why we do these meetups. Uh, I haven't met a single person at a meetup who says, I agree with 100% of everything you say. Nobody's (laughs) quite the opposite. They go, well, I agree with a lot of your stuff. That's good. That's fine. I don't want to be around. This isn't an echo chamber. This is a very, very eclectic group of nerds of all makes, shapes, and sizes. Uh, It would shock you. Uh, if if uh, our detractors, if they ever went outside, if they went to one of the panels and saw what kind, uh, how many people were there and, and how they identified. And uh, mm-hmm. it's it's the entire range because people love good stories. That's what brings people together. The message divides. Good stories bring people together. Apparently that that triggered Reddit, by the way. Thanks, Clownfish TV, for making a great video. Geeky. Uh, getting angry is one of my favorite things on the internet. Quite frankly, when she gets pissed off, it's fucking great. Uh, subscribe to Clownfish. Uh, I didn't get to say, I really wanted to say Clownfish says hi to Kevin, and I didn't get that chance. Next time. <laughs> Next time. Uh, Jack Burton for $19.99. Have you paid your dues, Jack? The check is in the mail. That comic guy is the man, truly passionate dude, been going to his store up here in the Northeast for years. Hell, hey, Jack, send him our best. We got his back. Yeah. Dude is the most personal type of store owner and loves his customers. And, and yeah, you know, he's been doing it for 30 years. He has to. He's not getting yeah. rich. Um, and he knows what the fuck he's talking about. He's doing, doing it for three decades. Some fuckhead like Rich Johnston coming to talk about you know, give shit or, or worse yet, Jamal Eigel or Donnie, uh, talking shit when he's selling their stuff. Listen to the man. You don't have to pop off on Twitter. You don't have to have an opinion about everything. You fucks. Yeah, they do. They got a, they got a, they got a virtue signal to the people who they are actually fucking scared of in their own industry. Yeah, so please send him our best. Because they're fucking ballless cunts, a lot of them. And if I'm ever in that area, I will go to that store and I will drop money. 
I will drop money. Uh, but that's a story you can support. That's a real guy. That's a real human being. And 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 this is what I talked about when I went off in, on COVID when Snowflake and Snowflake and Safe Space Snowflake. came out. Snowflake. 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 Snowflake sounds right. Snowflake. Snowflake. Yeah. And I got so pissed off is is because I was thinking about the retailers and and, and how they were gonna have to sell this shit right and uh, and it's being pushed on them and and how this was gonna affect them and uh, I don't know if any of you recall I did like little fundraisers. You know, it wasn't much, but I offered to help a couple of comic stores with their rent, right? And we were able to do that, and both of those comic stores are still around today, all right, which is good. Uh, and again, it was, you know, it was just a couple thousand bucks, but uh, you guys threw in a thousand bucks. I matched it, uh, and I did that because I like comic stores. I like going to comic stores. It's one of my favorite things is I go to other parts of the world, and I go to a comic store. It's one of the first things I do. Uh, Butter Biscuit 92 on the Streamlab side for $30. What's up, Butter Biscuit? Hey, Az. Uh, don't call Gary a bigot in January when you can get your job back because the audience loved the British representation. That is finally on the show. <laughs> Love your New Zealand, but the British representation is where it's at. Eh, that's true. Record FNT last week. I didn't want to bring it up in front of Az. Yeah. What? No, dude, that's a compliment to me. Because all you had to do to pop that was get Mauler and Disbrew, have Bob Iger get called out by Elon <laughs> Musk, and claim that I was dead on the stream, which some people thought I actually fucking was. <laughs> and I've received emails from people who said they were in fucking tears, crying. <laughs> and then they found out that I wasn't dead, and they want to know if I'm actually okay. Okay. Did you notice how like undisturbed I was about Az's death? <laughs> Come on, I'm sorry. I'm not. I, for one, that was a, a last minute stroke of genius on my part. I don't usually pat myself on the back, but I will for that one. Uh, you know, getting Elon to to call out Bob Iger. Mm. I called Elon directly because I used to work for him. You know, so no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, at, the, we were joking about the Az's dead thing before the show. We're like, let's run with it. Fuck it. People will they'll figure it out. This is Friday Night Tights. We're not <laughs> sorry. We'll judging by some of my feed and messages, some people didn't figure it out. <laughs> like Gary's awfully insensitive to as his death here. <laughs> it's Very okay, different. as I only get nine words. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I get one life. Uh, but don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> Anybody passed away on FNT, we're still doing a show. Hey. <laughs> if I go, still do a show, okay? I would be pissed if you didn't. Ga Gary, if you go, we're going to fight to see who gets it on their channel. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Oh, I want a cage match, too. That's I'm going to put that in my will. Oh, my God. Mud wrestling. Whoever wins the fight gets FNT. Uh, Dianyo for five uh, British pounds real quick, proper money, says, but Campia said the Marvels would do north of 900 million. Did he really say that? <laughs> 900 million? <laughs> I hunted, Rob. I hunted for Tobey Maguire's dick. He means the Woke! Phone. Woke! John, did you never think that that was just going to look like you're fucking jacking a guy off on your face? Did he really say that? 
I don't know. It's Campier. He probably hey, he could he could say anything. I said five six hundred million. I feel absolutely fucking ridiculous for saying that. Yeah, <laughs> my first guess was six fifty. I think it was my yeah. first guess. Uh, I was never a fan of Doctor Who. I thought it was silly, but then I saw the clip of the end of the day of the Doctor, and I became hooked. I watched all the episodes, classic and new. The sixtieth is a disgrace. Uh, mm -hmm. Says anti pattern mm -hmm. zero for twenty dollars. I could not agree more. Uh, I can't remember who it was. I give you credit. Somebody posted uh, the 50th anniversary trailer, which is so fucking good. And like that, that is such a good episode. It would have been so much better if the ninth doctor was in it, but it was still a great, great episode. I watched it the other day to cleanse my palate. I fucking love it. Especially when Tom, I'll never forget the moment at my comic shop. We were doing a watch party. And uh, so. So, and when Matt, it, uh, when, Matt, when Matt Smith goes, uh, I could be the curator of this place. And Tom Baker I, goes, yeah. I think you might. And everybody I went, think you might. And they went nuts. They went fucking nuts. Ooh. Oh. Yep. Uh, so I take it Rose is coming back. Rose Tyler's coming back, I take it. I, I think, yeah, I think she would be coming back. The, the names of the episodes. Yeah. Um, do you think that this doctor's Metacrisis? I thought it was, yes. I, I thought, thought this it. was the Metacrisis Doctor. And Rose is going to come back to claim him, get him. I don't know. You said you were going oh, out for oh, cigarettes. Well, uh, no, no, right, no. Right. Have you, you've, we've already seen the, the clip of Shooty Gathero going, what the hell is going on? Uh-huh, yes. So the regeneration wasn't a regeneration. What it was was the Metacrisis Doctor switching places with Shooty, so Shooty Gatwa is actually the Doctor right now, but he's in Rose's universe. That's yeah, because uh, we've thought that when we saw it, because when he says what the hell's going on right now, it's the same background of, of Jody's regeneration. Of Jody's yeah. regeneration, yeah. And the yeah, because this the first episode was called Rose Again. This was uh Wild Blue Yonder, which is a uh, a type of rose. And then the next one's called something, something Rose. So it's, it's all linked to Rose Tyler, not to. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Trans, trans, you know, trans remember, Rose. remember when anniversary specials like had other doctors in them, you know? Yeah. Probably nobody wanted to be part of this uh, shit anymore. Capaldi, Capaldi didn't. Capaldi didn't. And Matt Smith, no. why would he need to do it? No. Oh, that House of the Dragon trailer. Yeah. Mahler. Yeah, that looks great. Oh, Mahler. Oh, so good. I'm ready. I'm so excited. Uh, so yeah, I think it's the Metacrisis Doctor. Okay, hence that's that's also how they're gonna maybe explain the aging as well. Shouldn't he, if he was the Metacrisis Doctor, shouldn't he know that? <sighs> he should. He should, unless like something happened. I don't know. House of Dragon trailer was fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, and it all links. It all links to the Doctor Donna. Yeah. That's why her daughter, her, her son's called Rose, and uh, and other such things as well. Mahler, I think Ryan talked about it. As watch fucking House of the Dragon season one. Just watch it, okay? Just don't be motherfucker. Watch the best seed, but wouldn't watch the season. I didn't watch the best scene. I just saw a clip of of. Scene watch it on Twitter. Uh, I, I a... didn't watch the scene. I saw a clip of the scene. What the but it wasn't the whole scene. It was just a clip of part of that scene. I want to do a House of the Dragon pre-stream at some point. So pre-come, yeah. Ew. 
But that trailer was, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm like, oh, shit. They even show, they show a lot of stuff in it. Um, that first episode. Oh, I'm going to say the N word. Okay. Do it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Natasha Romanoff. Okay. Ing the Merciless. I was going to say neurotic. <laughs> uh, John Thomas for $20 says, Gary, I read The Haunted Tank as a kid. 57. Apparently, in the late runs, uh, they it moves to the Gulf War and to uh, and the Tabak commander was black. No issue from uh, from that for me. But wow, saw a cover of the new guy with General Lee, uh, February '09. The haunted tank, man. I don't know much about. I know it exists. I've read a couple, but don't know much about it. Cool concept though. The Remember, real- let's kill Hitler. I remember Let's Kill Hitler. I remember that pissed a lot of people off. Did it? Yeah. Why? I Why? They, they, well, uh, we've, we've seen what people want. They want to see Indiana Jones save Hitler, not kill him. Yeah. Obviously. Doctor no, who I, fucked it up. Um, a lot of people were at the time were complaining about season five and six. Chat, back me up on this one. I was there. There was a lot of people going, it's a little convoluted. Da, 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 da. Um, and like certainly Stephen Moffat left a lot of there was a lot of red herrings in his writing but i still love those first two seasons man i love them i, th- I like let's kill hitler i think it's just a kind of like you know when you look back at game of thrones right it's like eight was the worst right it's like yes but before that seven was the worst and before that six was the worst and before that five was the worst like it, it gets you know what i mean like it, it changed, the scale changes. Yeah. yeah like it but then you look back once eight is out and you're like you know there's some episodes i really liked in season six and five even five has hard home it does. Hard Home's awesome. I fucking Hard love Home's that great. episode. That's in yeah. my top three. Hard Home is fucking brilliant. That, I'm just that saying, was, whenever yeah. I think of season five, I think of the fucking Sand Snakes. <laughs> you mean, you yes, mean yes. Hard Home, where they set up the ultimate confrontation between... Uh, yes. The, <laughs> the Night King it. and Arya, yeah. Fuck off! When the Night King stared down Arya Stark. Yes. It was great. Yes. But, dude, they act like... That was... That was like a frightening episode. That's like the first time they took on the Army of the Dead, and it was, it was great. Fucking just got annihilated. Awesome. And they got the annihilated. Piling against the wall. And, and the, the little kid um, and the kids on Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eat the girl, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I wanted to see that against King's Landing. I yep. wanted to see Zombie Army against That's King's what Landing. I thought it was going to be. I thought they were going to fucking walk all over Winterfell. Winterfell should have been lost. Yeah, it was. I thought it was going to be like an absolutely colossal defeat, and they were almost immediately falling back. And the episode was was going to be probably a group of them having to sacrifice themselves to let the others get away. And then everyone joins up and fights them. Well, that's and then they went to the King's Landing and managed to at least convince Cersei, if not before, maybe get jailed by her or whatever. But there would be a time where then the army would appear and she'd be like, oh shit, they ain't fucking, they ain't fucking kidding. I think, yeah, I would have also settled for, um, they thought they were going to target Winterfell and they send like a small amount, but the yep. actual target was King's Landing. King's that Landing. Cool the that would have been good. Ooh, because and then Cersei has to escape with everyone they have left and they have to go to Winterfell and they have to To Winterfell, it. yeah. See, yeah. That, in the book, that would make sense because then there would be the Children of the Forest connection who might be bad. It's not like yes, their weapon, it like they it's were, not like yeah. their weapon went bad. They're still bad, and um, 
I think it was definitely going to go like it goes the, the it takes over, gets the King's Landing, whoever's left, and then they're defeated, and then Cersei and Daenerys, Danny fight, and uh, and we get that ending. That ending's there. It's just we get there by a completely different road, completely different road. Which is part of again why I think he's struggling with the writing it yep. on top of all the other reasons. Like he's like fuck, everyone hated the show. Uh huh. And the show was based on my notes, but it, like he shouldn't have changed it because like if cha- it, you know whatever he's not fucking finishing. We're gonna have we're gonna go through four presidential. Is it four? So we had um, Obama second term, Trump, Biden. Yeah, we're gonna go through four presidential elections between books. Take your time there, George. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. Uh, The Real Davy Jones, two parts for $20, says, Who peers into the hearts of men and the undergarments of women? The Peeping Tom, our hero, is under siege by uh, by the dreaded mass of conflicted impulses. A villainous trio mm. seeks to milk his very life force for their oh. own nefarious purposes. Can Tom resist the seductive charms of the vexatious... What is it? Vivacious, oh, vivacious vixen and the Silicon Sisters. Oh, oh my God! God. <laughs> that was well done. Well done. Good peeping Tom. Brendan Wolf for $50. So Gary, so what are you saying? So what you're saying is that you are going to run Ripple World. Uh, I don't think, I don't think Eric wants me to run every anything over there. We're I love Eric to death, and he knows me enough that um, I can I can't I can't I can't run my own fucking life. So I'm not gonna run I'm not gonna run his business. Uh, um, but I will support him. Like completely. Uh, I think that you could do QC quality control. You know, sure. Look over the books. Yeah, but don't put me in charge of people. I, I don't want to be in charge. I don't. I do like. I've got a great team. Uh, there's you know five people on it. They're all self motivators. That's why they work. I I don't. I, I'm not a micromanager. I'm not going to look over the shoulder. They go days without hearing from me. Days. Yeah. <laughs> we work. That's in only because sp- you forgot that and. <laughs> I mean, yes, but there's a, we work in spurts, so we work really hard on a video, or we do a live stream, and we're like we're burning the midnight oil. We work all night, and then I won't bother them for like four or five days, and it works. It works. Just ask anybody who's worked for me at the comic store. I'm like, eh, eh. go back and board some stuff. That I was met the most- one. You did. You did. Yeah, you met. Really cool. You met uh, one of my employees who's uh, doing really well right now. Super proud of him. Yeah. Uh, that one voodoo guy for $50 says you should check out Louisiana Comic Con in Lafayette well Lafayette's a lot closer Ooh. than it used to be for me uh, I'll have a booth in spring 24 the last con we were there only uh, the only booth in our area to sell more than the previous comics because we do original <gasps> art and nothing with pre-existing IPs Ooh, I love original <laughs> art I can't afford it anymore. I'm glad I jumped on that train before it went nuts. Um, and I was buying like Paul Smith art and like full like Avengers comic pages for like 60, oh, wow. 70 bucks. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. This was like 20 years oh. ago when it just started. So, the, so what would happen is the pencilers would give their stuff to the inkers. And what you do is you go to the inkers and they sell their pages 
Uh, and it was like, yeah, you know, average of 40 to 50, $60. And I've got pages that are worth thousands now that I bought for 40 bucks. I got a Steve Ditko Micronauts page for 40 bucks. 40 bucks. Right. This isn't cocaine. Yes, it is. This might be cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. Cocaine. Dude, we both have got a couple of art pieces worth thousands for fucking oh, nothing, man. Uh, dude, um, Kelly Jones and Graham Nolan sent us stuff that, like, uh, we're not worthy. Not we're worthy. We're not worthy. They are framed. They are beautiful. Uh, thanks to those guys. Please support them, by the way. Oh, did the artwork get reframed so it was right set up? Yes. Yeah, the, the framing place was totally cool. Nice. Noise. People, for the most part, are pretty fucking cool in Texas. It's a totally different vibe than uh, than California. Uh, but oh. I, I will say with confidence that once again, I go out there, I talk to Chris and other people, reach out to Chris and and me. There is a lot of people who want things to change in Hollywood, and there are still some very good people there. Um, they are drowned out because they need to pay their rent, they need to pay their mortgage, and the industry is so completely fucked. But th- unfortunately. The same answer for the comic industry is the same answer for for most, most, if not all the companies, except for maybe like A24 or something like that in Hollywood right now, which is they need to be completely Twittered, completely gutted, top to bottom, bottom to top. Yeah. Gutted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they all bent the knee to the extortion racket known as BLM, uh, identity mm-hmm. politics, DEI. Uh, because they were scared of being called racist. It was all risk aversement. Uh, and uh, in a lot of cases, they are racist. They are. Yeah. Big uh, look lower, at lowered expectations. Disney's, uh, Disney's big investors, BlackRock, Vanguard, companies which have been pushing the ESG agenda. So now all of these agendas they've been pushing have been hurt. Rightly so. Yeah. But they, they've been hurt. Because they yes. started demanding, demanding things. You got to change with the times. Uh, diversity is a term for less white. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're trying to bring people together by dividing them. But corporations are just dumb enough to do it. You know, Bob Iger's, you know, Bob Iger is a good deal maker. Bob Iger talked George Lucas out of Star Wars. Problem is, Bob Iger didn't know what to fucking do with it because he was too fucking stupid. He's a good deal maker, but now we're seeing not really that great of a businessman because a businessman can preserve his legacy, keep things going, and cultivate. Uh, Deal makers just make deals and then go on to the next fucking deal. But a true good deal maker will see it through. Sorry, go on, Az. Speaking just gonna say speaking no you 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 finish your thought first oh that was it that was it we're good okay uh speaking of deals ripper versus alpha core is only one and a half thousand dollars away from 1.1 million hail eric ripperverse.com if you haven't got yourself a copy they are shipping they are they have started to ship and the campaign doesn't finish until the 20th of January. What does, nice. that, what does that say? It says Spider-Man <laughs> and his friend, Miles Morales. Based Hallmark. 
<laughs> my wife got dude, me this and dude, I saw this. I am like, begging oh. you to post that on take a picture. Just I already did it. it. Okay. I'll do it again. I'll do no, I found I, at the con I found more Miles Morales stuff. So I you know, I've got my weekly Miles Morales post. I saw a, I saw a, a tweet. Well, I saw a response to a tweet which I thought was really, really kind of correct. Uh where somebody somebody who was was doing the whole Miles Morales is fucking Spider-Man and go fuck yourself type of thing. And the the person responded to it by saying I really haven't ever seen so many insecure people than Miles Morales fans. I know. I was like, you, that's really, that's really right. So insecure. Well, you could, you could, the whole question about it is none of us has said he wasn't a Spider Man. We've never said that. So, why do you need Miles Morales to replace Peter Parker? That's the question. That is the question. And, right. and, you know, loads of people told, I've said it before, but loads of people keep saying, Miles is his own character, his own story, his own this, his own that. Okay, really. then why doesn't he have his own identity then? Yeah. Why does he need to co-opt another hero's identity? Well, he should the, be something else. But. Who's the bad guy? Uh, Prowler? Uh, Gwen Stacy? Uh, these are all Spider-Man yeah, these the, his his uh, rogues gallery is uh, spidey. It's all derivative. Uh, mm. I would I would have given him a different name and a whole new rogues gallery of villains. Put him in a different fucking city, like they did with Dick Grayson. You know, put him in a different fucking city. Yeah. yeah, and um, and and that way he could become a legit character. Having having two Spider-Man is fucking lazy and dumb and. They also came out and said, well, we wanted to give a Spider-Man to black and Latino representation. Like you're you're giving hand-me-downs. Like you're like you're giving fucking hand-me-downs. Eric's done a couple of great videos discussing this. It's triggered a lot of uh insecure uh white dudes. Uh Josh Kelsey yeah. for 1999. Yay. That's all he did is he dropped it and he left. Chad. Should be yeah. Chad Kelsey. Uh, Hofi <laughs> RC51 for $20 says, rewinding a bit to where you guys were talking about Bucky being Captain America. Why does nobody talk about the Frank Castle Punisher being Cap? Uh, then he gives up the costume to Bucky. Uh, well, yeah, because you know, Frank Castle was never going to be it very long. Uh, remember their interaction in Civil War, which I thought was great, where Punisher has like, I got nothing but respect for you, and Steve Rogers, like, I got no respect for you. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, put, yeah. I get that. That makes that, that would, makes that sense. makes oh, sense. That makes uh, all the. What Punisher say to that? Uh, not much. <laughs> you know, uh, Mark Millar wrote it too. <laughs> no, Zaku Boy yeah. for fifty dollars. Who sees into the hearts of men and the undergarments of women, peeping Tom. Holy night. It's shaping up to be a red Christmas when it's not just the prices being slashed. Can the male presenting Tom survive the sleigh ride of Jackie F- slash Frost? <laughs> male, pres- male presenting Tom. Good God. 
something at my old presenting time, time Lord time would never time. understand. Oh, shut up, you stupid twat. Hail, Exodus, ghoul. Schedule the stream. If women can let go of power, then, then my go carry on. <laughs> but maybe the intro wasn't scheduled? Fire the intro, says Kaloth for $5. No, what happens is when you're setting up a stream on YouTube, you mm -hmm. have two options. You have go live and schedule a live stream. This one, she picked go live. Now, she still scheduled it, but she's picked the go live one, not the schedule live stream. Because which means hit, when you hit go when you hit start streaming on OBS, it automatically goes live. Yep. Instead of hitting and, the one, because what on a scheduled live stream you hit start on OBS and then you have to hit another button within YouTube. Another go live button on YouTube. Yeah. I I have been hanging out with Gary for too long, and the boomerism has literally hey! been absorbed. She found a way to blame you, Gary. Yeah. Uh, well, she has been hanging out with my wife over the weekend, so. <laughs> Wait. All right. No. Oh, could be that go. too. <laughs> I gotta get used to my. God, you know, I've only been home for two days in the last three weeks. I'm a little. I'm gonna pass out. Oh, the scabble! You know what? It's my fault. It is. I, you know, my boomerisms are uh, contagious. Mm -hmm. Contagious. Uh, Keith Musselman for four ninety nine says, "Hey, I wanted to give a little." Uh, to spread the joy ahead of my birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Also, waiting to hear back from my new job. Wish me luck. As has risen. Good luck. How can you tell? <laughs> oh, my God. You got a camera down there? Um, the answer is no. Oh, the camera's on. <laughs> oh, the camera's been on the whole time. Yeah, you and Gavin have a lot in common. Hello. Uh, dirt is king for five dollars. Says R.I.P. As sorry to hear you died on FNT. Like Jesus, As has returned after he died. So put your hot toys out for Santa As this wow. year. Merry Asmus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dirt is king for laughing through that. Oh my god. Unbelievable. Uh, I can't believe you saw it. Gary. Do you want me to whip it out? Do you want me to whip it out? Did you, did you have to really squint to see it? No, I, I, my progressives, I couldn't see shit, you know. He was he was pretending to be Donny Cates, and he gets on a table. <laughs> well, yeah, so here's my Donny Cates. got thrown out, you yes. know. <laughs> here's my Donny Cates impression. <laughs> yes, sir, I'm sorry for two British pounds. It says, nice Snorlax, X-ray girl. Oh, thank you. He's a beak. He's huge. Uh, Dread Red Baron for five dollars says R.I.P. As you will be missed. Turns out there is uh, a limit to how much bad you can watch. <laughs> this is true. Uh, Japanese Demon Lord Abir Lucifer for five dollars says I promised as is uh, I promised as is demise. I am sadly disappointed. I was promised as is demise. I am sadly disappointed. Well, he'll die again oh, before well. next Friday. Uh, X-Ray Girl finally met her dad, Alan Ng, the Merciless, yes. and stepbrother, Philip Chen, Project Egg Roll. So Egg proud roll. of her. Smooth. Yeah. I love saying that. Phil Egg is a uh, cool dude. He is. Uh, Alan's a cool dude. He went to get Siggy's again. Yep. And, he, <laughs> and he's not coming back. He's not coming back. All right. We're going to wrap it up there. We'll get the rest on a square up once I get some sleep. Which will be soon. I'm actually supposed to be on Australian TV, but I got a few hours. I'm going to be on Australian TV. 
We're gonna get a little nap what? in to talk about uh, Doctor Who. Oh, talk about Doctor Who, Alexandra Marshall. Uh, follow her on Twitter. So yeah, that's what I'll be doing. Uh, As what do you got coming up? Uh, tomorrow, uh, ripping the silverback uh, on my channel, seven thirty uh, UK time, one thirty Central time. Um, Thursday stuff going on. Friday, fuck Friday night tight. Wow, wow, man, you're you gonna you would when you come back. It's gonna be awkward when you come back. You're all. Fuck these guys. I'll be like, hey, how's it going? Well, you out. can fire me. I don't I'll mind. Oh, no. I want you to go through all of that shame. <laughs> It'll be great. Shame. Oh, yeah. So I forgot. There's no shame to your game. <laughs> and there's no shame no to mine sh- either. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We have no shame. We have no shame here. Uh, so, yeah, stuff and things. That's good. Sunday, maybe. Oh. Sunday, fun day. I don't Who's know. Stuffing? Well, no. I'm going to give Garrett work right before your live stream. Just to fuck uh. Business as usual. Business mm-hmm. as usual. No, uh, Real BBC will be on your channel. Oh, next week. and uh, later today, I will have my Doctor Who video out from uh, Wild Blue Yonder. Good, good, because you will not be getting one from me. So watch as is. You should watch it anyway. But uh, I would look forward to it. Hurry up and get it done, fucker. Entertain me. Well, fucking finish this show and I will. Okay. Okay. That <laughs> 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 I can, then I can take this off. Put the t-shirt that I was wearing when I was making the video back God, on. Dude, I, I know that drill. <laughs> I know that drill. Sometimes Melissa will take my shirt. I'm like, I need to pull that out of the laundry. Uh, I'm re- <laughs> yeah. That's my recording shirt. <laughs> uh, uh, continuity in video making. Yeah, it's usually now it's just a rotation of uh, Ripover shirts. Yes. <laughs> you should have a basket called streaming shirts and just leave it there. Brad, Brandon emailed me, messaged me, like, uh, did you mean to order three of these shirts? And I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so helpful with the continuity in case you need to put on another one and the others the in a while. This is true. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I just. I have this. Well, yeah, can we can we add some shirts in Guru's order? <laughs> no, there. I don't want any special treatment. I want to buy all my stuff. I am. Shilling. I don't want any special treatment. I am <laughs> shilling for <laughs> Eric no, on my own dime. You'll buy them, but just with your order of like there you go. six things. Mahler, what do you got coming? Bundles of things. I, thought, I realized I should have mentioned it. And I probably should have just anyway. But I was when I was streaming, I explained this. Something really, really funny happened, and I Ooh. made like weird noises, and people were like, well, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Yeah, I can't laugh properly because I can't even totally speak properly. I coughed very effortfully while lying down. I don't know if you guys have ever done that wrong, but where you like your lung goes blit and then it like stretches. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I've done that twice that in my whole like. life. I did it like yesterday, and my lungs today have been annoying. To legit in the stream when goofy shit like people trying to kill me and fall off a platform or whatever that happened I was like no please <laughs> don't <laughs> I can't <laughs> laugh yeah so yeah that uh, is why I've been more preferably quiet as well I should have said at the beginning of the fucking show I don't know why I, uh, I did but yeah so uh, you know next week hopefully I'll be fucking back to normal and um, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, me, and, me and Gary and people should be getting up to something possibly in the next few days that we can then talk about on Friday Night Tights. Uh, yeah. The next episode. You're going to love so it. I think people will be very happy to hear about what this little project is. I think you'll like it. I like it. Yeah. I like it too. I like it. Uh, and thanks for inviting me, Mahler. I appreciate it. Oh, I couldn't do it without you. Thanks for not inviting us. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I definitely did not invite him, and he definitely didn't deny the uh, the invitation. That's not what happened. It was, it was, it was fine. It's fine. That it's fine. is not the full story. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the full story was I was already committed to a stream, mm-hmm. and then I, that's when that stream finished to do what we were gonna do, which I'm not gonna say because I'm still. Would have taken me through to like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Is that four in the morning again? I'm quitting everything. People. Uh... <laughs> oh, I missed that. Yes. I haven't heard that sound in so long. Um, you can find me, uh, Extra Girl, YouTube Rumble, Locals, everywhere. Tonight, we're going to have Lee, the capable gentleman on DadCast, 6 p.m. Eastern. So, uh, find that over there on Poor Choices. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Isn't he related to somebody? Um, I forgot, I forgot who. I forgot his name. I forgot his name, too. Yeah. Hmm. Drunk guy. Uh, Somebody like that, yeah. Gets shout outs all the time. Uh, oh, the one that's uh, you know, with that uh Gina, right? Yeah, the the one the guy who like Gina's friend. Gina Gina's friend, yeah. I can't <laughs> it's not important. Um <laughs> Thanks everyone for showing up. Thanks to the mod Rodics. Thanks to everyone who left a super chat donation. You help keep the lights on around here. Uh keep an eye on the community section for the square up time. And well, it'll be on Nerdrotic Live, but uh, and it'll be at night. Uh, I, I remember now. It's Yellow Flash. Yellow Flash. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> yellow Flash. Uh, and we'll see you next time on Az's channel. Thanks for watching my video. Uh, thanks for supporting us. It was great seeing everybody in LA and Wisconsin. And uh, we've got a lot of all of us here have a lot of fun stuff planned this month. Uh, some gaming streams, a Christmas stream. So keep an eye out for it, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, we will see you later. Bye. 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 Gary, some serious gourmet shit. What flavor is this? That's right, it's the all hell medium roast private blend. Check out the Geek Grind Coffee Nerdrotic page for our other options like the Decadence, Feathers of Liberty, Vanilla Infused Flavored Coffee. Or if you're looking for something darker, try the Dark Roast FNT Blend of the Fellowship. You know what? Just buy all three. 
GeekGrindCoffee.com. Use discount code NERDROTIC. The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Ah. Uh. 